What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the SoCo Show. It's episode number 188, and we are live. This, of course, is the, the voice and the face of the co-host, Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by the so-host, Seth Ott. What's up? <laughs> Very well done. The bird poncho is back yet again. Always. We have to wash it in the last month. I hope so. Never washing it. All right. That's Never washed. Bird poncho is back. <laughs> Never lost. Man, uh, speaking of guys that don't wash their clothes. <laughs> At Jared Buckendall. The host is in the house. There he is. I'm the smelliest. I'm the dirtiest. I am the bro host. I finally have. I, I, I got it. It only took one year, but I got <laughs> the bro host. There we go. <laughs> I'm just glad you're finally embracing it. Like, that's what yes. I like. And I should say. I, I should have introduced you differently. I should have introduced you as recently added member of the 100K TikTok club, yes. Jared Buckendall. That's how yes. I should have brought you in. Yes, they uh, they didn't send me anything. Um, I just have a lot of digits there now. So that's cool. <laughs> it's pretty fucking sweet. So uh, it's been, what, 10 days, 12 days since that happened. So you're rich now, right? Um, yeah, I actually uh, bought an island and I am getting um, no, I I didn't get anything from them. If anything, I maybe got you know a box of cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, spoiler, spoiler. Um, yeah. That's about all I got going on for me. Man, if if you do get an island, then you need to put an octagon on it, and we need to get Kumail Nanjiani there. Yes. And it's going to be Fight Island, Cody versus Kumail, finally happening. I don't know if anybody in the chat is going to remember that joke because that was a long time ago. Fight Island but, uh, sounds I'm... like the best reality show that we put together. <laughs> oh, yeah, because our Except fights they're... would be ridiculous. They would be in mascot outfits, though, mm -hmm, instead of mm -hmm. it would be like it's uh... like mask singer, but fight club. <laughs> I Fox is willing to do anything with masks on right now, and including Mask Dancer, which they just added. So I think if Wait, you can get in what? front of the Fox executives with masked, ma masked fighters, you're going to be a millionaire. Yeah, did you not know about Masked Dancer? No, no. It's so the exact now same now, premise. How do you dance in one of those crazy elaborate outfits, though? Poorly, I guess. But more importantly, how the fuck are you supposed to ever know who... The, yeah. Uh, who it is like you're not singing is I don't I, I never watched either show so I don't know if you're able to to tell who it is when they're singing but I definitely don't think you're gonna be able to tell who it is when you're dancing the only people you know, know are people that do like iconic dances like uh, what's his name from Fresh Prince and um, mm -hmm. I don't even know who else has iconic dance moves Beyonce mm. I guess <laughs> I mean, all, the, all they but do I, is this yeah I don't think they're getting I don't think they're getting uh, anybody like that on no. on Dan uh, whatever the fuck the show is, The Masked Dancer. Didn't think we were going to be talking about The Masked Dancer tonight, so already we're off <laughs> to a surprising start here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, shouts out to everybody. Yeah, Kyle brings up a good one. MC Hammer, he's got some iconic dance moves. And he's actually uh, in the echelon of people I would expect to be on that show. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised if, if MC Hammer was, in fact, um, on there. But... Um, yeah, we're already off to a surprising start. This is this is going to be a good episode. Again, it's 188. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Highlighted, of course, that you probably noticed in the thumbnail. We're going to be talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League later on in the show. Um, Dan commented earlier, we we will not be doing any spoilers for that. So I'm I'm sorry to say, Dan, you can stay. Um, 
we won't be giving anything away, but we'll give our reaction to the four-hour binge watch that was Zack Snyder's Justice League. So stick around for that later on. For now, though, we got to get things going. We got to get loosened up, a little bit lubricated. So uh, we better hit the titillator, find ourselves a titillating topic. Titillating topics. I, I can't find it. There it is. There's too many. There's too Where's... many graphics now. We need to cut down on segments. <laughs> Wasn't there another sound there? What did it... the beep, beep, No, beep, that one beep. only happens on the end. What, is this your first time? No, I'm pretty sure you always yet. hit it. I'm pretty sure you always hit it afterwards. Only in the outro. Oh, gotcha, uh-huh. gotcha. Okay. Well, I decided to uh, upgrade the titillator once again. Um, instead of going with uh, just words, we're going to do a full topic, a question. Um, Ooh. So we're, we're going to, I found a, a nice little website that pulls a bunch of top or questions up for us and we're going to discuss them. So it's called firstdatequestions.org. <laughs> yep. Do you give blowies or oh, butt no. stuff on the first date? Oh, no. <laughs> and yeah. That's a first date question for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. Know, we, the titillator, though, one thing that doesn't get upgraded is the sound. So I think that uh, we got to fire it up. All right. The question is, if you had to get rid of a holiday, which would you which would you get rid of and why? Christmas. What? Oh, you're coming out swinging. I know, I know I'm going to get a lot of pushback. I'm, I, I I get it. I get it. But I, I really don't like Christmas. I'll be honest with you guys. It's, I, I think the problem I have with Christmas is when it is, and it's in December. And I've probably talked about this on the show <laughs> I'm pretty seasonal effective. So I'm almost always super depressed around that time. And I don't really give a shit about Christmas. I've never been religious. We always did Christmas when I was growing up, but I've never really cared other than getting presents. And I feel like now that's the only thing people like about Christmas is getting presents. And I understand that. So maybe it's not even just completely get rid of it, but like maybe we can just do presents on a different holiday, like Thanksgiving. Dan is is anti-Thanksgiving, which is preposterous to me um <laughs> yeah. but let's move, move the gifts to another holiday and it, i don't think that's a time for everyone to be like celebrating because i always feel like shit and then i i feel upset with myself because i don't have the holiday joy but it's like mo- like half of the world doesn't have holiday joy and we just spend way too much money giving people shit and i don't know i i really think christmas is like super problematic wow, and i could man. talk about it for way longer Jer- but I'm telling Jared you, is that's gonna the one I kill would you it. right I, now. I, I'm not gonna kill you. I just, I guess that you, you just, you just suck that childhood joy from me because, okay, you're just talking about Christmas and or or presents rather, and I understand where you're going from with the presents and you know everyone, you know, give some, get some, all that stuff. But think about all the other stuff that goes with it. You know, we got a great Christmas movies, the Christmas like the the nostalgia of all of those memories and stuff, and like hanging out with your family, eating a bunch of food. I, I guess I don't know what your tradition. Do you have Christmas traditions? Not really. No. See, Kyle so actually pointed why. out. I didn't even get my brother a Christmas <laughs> present this year. <laughs> I gave him an IOU, which is arguably far more valuable. Because I'm much more generous any other time of the year than I am at Christmas. I will just say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe this is this – is, I'm being biased because it's never been a big deal to me. Thanksgiving on the other side has always been a huge deal to me. I love Thanksgiving because it's right around my birthday. And Dan thinks that's a problem. He thinks that overshadows our birthdays because his is that same week. Mm, I think it's things. awesome. The food, the food is booty is the dumbest comment we've ever gotten. <laughs> well, it depends the how you look at that. Show. If it's booty, that means he might be really eating it up. But if it's 
well, moody, if, yeah. then he maybe doesn't like it. You know, it, that that's I, a poor word choice, Dan. Yeah, I think he's saying it's bad, which is incorrect. Uh, but if, if you're eating butt on Thanksgiving, then like, great, good for you. Um, you know, Don't do I guess that I on Thanksgiving. That. All right, well, we, we found, we found uh, Nolan's new song, uh, Butt on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. A toss okay, salad so, for Christmas dinner. So you're, you're literally coming... <laughs> Wow. Wow. Shut it down. We're done. No, um, go ahead, Jared. <laughs> well, okay, you're coming out with Christmas being the top one. I mean, I'm thinking about holidays, and honestly, like, Dan coming out with Thanksgiving. I thought about Thanksgiving, but there's a lot of different other ones in there. Like, honestly, I would get rid of maybe President's Easter. Day. President's Day. See, I, I feel like they're <laughs> they're hitting in different tiers. Yeah. Like, you have the top, the top of the top tier. Like, President's Day is like a, a, you get the day off from work, but it's just— Some people do. That's, yeah, that's some, the issue. Yeah, some people. Yeah, Cody, he doesn't want to get rid of it. Take God, take a goddamn vacation you pry, day. You will pry President's Day from my cold, dead hands, Seth. You get, you you actually, can have you Easter, get more, though. You get more time off for thing, for Christmas than you do for for Not President's really. Day. I don't. Well, I do. I get Christmas Day and Christmas Eve off. So. Yeah. Actually, See, everyone wants, to, everyone wants to say bankers take the most holidays, but there's a lot of companies that take the entire do. week off mm-hmm. between Christmas and New Year's, and that's way more time than I get. Well, Seth, which one would you get rid of? I mean, of the real holiday, like, people celebrate them, you know, like, that's what I consider a holiday, really. Well, I mean, National Pizza Day, I celebrate that. Yeah. I mean, I I do every day. That's Mm -hmm. 365. Um, (laughs) But, uh, like, the ones that people celebrate and get together, um, I would, I mean, I think... I mean, Mike mentioned it in the the chat, Easter, but that's because I'm not religious. But I do like the candy. Valentine's Day is probably even though you don't get that off, that's another holiday where I'm like, no, we we don't need to celebrate that one. But mm-hmm. yeah, probably like the actual like get together holiday is probably Easter. Yeah, or none of us are Catholic, so we don't really care mm-hmm. about Easter. And I actually am. I will favorite, say, but I also oh, don't, don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know you're Catholic. Um, if I think if we had to come to an agreement on one, Valentine's Day might be the best option. Because yeah. I actually really fucking hate Valentine's Day too for a lot of the same reasons as Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was just it, Christmas was the hottest take I had in the in the hopper, so that's why. Yeah, I okay. <laughs> I I will say okay. The problem I have with Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's—they're all too close. I need holidays to be kind of separated a bit, you know, because that time off, that time of family and stuff, like, that's my only problem with that weird chunk of holidays there. Like, separate them a little bit. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's it's a really intense couple of months. And then between, like, well, I guess there's Easter. I don't really think of Easter much. But for me, like, between President's Day and Memorial Day, there's nothing. And that's a three-month span. And that's exhausting to get through. What what about from New Year's until Memorial Day? <laughs> that's that's what most people have, <laughs> where they can't really well, have any time off. <laughs> well, I mean, there's but a lot of a lot of a lot of places get like a Good Friday. I don't get Good Friday. Yeah, I do get that one no. just just because it's not technically the day. It's like a like a worded where it's not. Yeah, that, but the thing but... is, in between there too, there's these weird ones like St. Patty's Day, like not actually see, that holiday, one's fun. but and see that's in between there. That's what March, middle of March or whatever. Like that yeah. one is a nice yeah. one to Cedar, break up. Cedar Rapids has a really good St. Patrick's Day. That's that's where Cody met his the love of his life and also saw her barf all over herself. Uh, the one that got away. Yeah, man, Grey White Buffalo. <laughs> um, Buffalo. Let's see what are, what are folks saying in the chat. Easter is getting a lot of negative energy. So is Valentine's Day. Um, 
here's a here's a take I think we can all agree with. The day after the Super Bowl, that we should that should be a national holiday, right? We like even if it's just one of those lame holidays that only I get off, I'm in support of of the day after the Super Bowl being a uh, a national holiday. I think it would benefit everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the Vikings will never get there, but if they ever did, I'd be taking the day after the Super Bowl off. That'd be a sad holiday. <laughs> You'd be taking like a month off after. Oh, like yeah. If the Vikings <laughs> got to, and especially if they won the Super Bowl, nobody would see oh, you for like a long time. Yeah. I got it. And I also got to emphatically uh, deny Mr. I-100's take here that ho- that Halloween is lame. Uh, I think among this group, you will not find any support. We all fucking love Halloween because we all mm-hmm. like dressing up in stupid ass costumes and running around like idiots. So Halloween, Halloween. is, that's maybe my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. I would go so far as to say that. Yeah, I, I think over the year, like, there was this weird maybe one, two year in high school where Halloween was eh. But, like, once you got to college, now especially as an adult, that is my favorite day of the year because I can be whoever. I mean, sure, I'm making videos and dressing up and doing weird things in a basement, but I get to take that on the road, essentially, and be whoever I want in a in a place of alcohol. So, um, <laughs> it's great. I get to be a creep and no one notices me. Yeah, but they're like, oh, I love your outfit. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, so I think that was a good topic. Um, And uh, I'll admit I came came on pretty strong with the Christmas thing, but I think Valentine's Day is one we can all agree on. Fuck Valentine's Day, get it out the door. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, gosh, we got even more Vikings fans in the chat. We should stop. There's too many. Skull. Too many Vikings fans in one place. <laughs> We're all just going to start losing uh, if we keep, get too many of y'all together in one spot. So we need to dissipate a little bit. Man. <sighs> well, we're dissipating and we're titillating. Uh, and I, I think we're pretty well lubed up on the uh, what holiday would you get rid of? We're saying, sounds like we're saying Valentine's Day or uh, or Christmas, either one. But uh, <laughs> that's going to that's gonna wrap up our titillating topic for the week. Titillating topics. Alrighty, so we have powered down the titillator for now, uh, but we've got to turn to the Twitter machine. We got to check in with our favorite WWE legend. Time for some chic tweets. I call you a punk. Hanging out, with my buddy Sheik down here. What's up, man? Uh, I thought you were a punch. <laughs> that's that. That's only for the for the people watching live. You audio listeners, you don't get to see that magic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Eat shit. <laughs> All right. Iron Sheik getting in. Uh, he, he's he's doing some remixes now, some classic rap songs. Uh, Iron Sheik this week uh, got the pen and paper, got the pad down, started started writing some bars. He says, "Face down, booty up. That's the way I beat the fuck out of you and put you in my camel clutch. You no good jabroni piece of garbage." <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow. Hashtag pickup lines. Is that what that yeah. was? Yeah. Man. That gets, I, I really thought he was going to go sexual with the joke. Mm-hmm. But he started sexual with it and then went into, I'm going to beat you up. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it's confusing for me. Because I don't know if, I'm assuming, I'm making an assumption, maybe this isn't fair, that the Iron Sheik is heterosexual. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like at the beginning he's talking to a lady mm-hmm. and then he starts talking about how he's going to beat them up. And so that sounds incongruous. But then on the flip side of that, if he's opening talking to the man that he's talking to that he's going to beat up later, then that seems confusing to me as well. I think the Sheik's got some answers here. Or he owes us some answers on this one. <laughs> That's all I'm Iron saying. Sh- Iron Sheik, he, he, he has the answers himself. 
You don't need to know him. He picks and chooses when you need to know the answers. Mm, he lets true. you he he lets you think about it. Lets it marinate for a little bit. Someday, the answer will come to you. So, someday I'll understand. Yeah, I'll be struck by an iron cheek bolt of lightning, and I'll understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what that has happened before because I know we can all agree on this. Who is the greatest singer of all time? Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas. <laughs> That's some iron cheek knowledge right there. <laughs> Dropping that. Dropping the stone cold facts. That's cheek tweets. I call you a punk. All right, folks. Time to shout out our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free. Free indeed. Uh, Mathis Designs. Head over to mathisdesigns.com. Find our good friend Steph over there. Hit her up for all your stationary and graphic design needs or to commission a piece of your own. Get that piece. Get that piece. We are graced today, I think, in the chat with the presence of Mike of Mike's Wood. So if you want to get yourself a piece of Mike's Wood, hit up Etsy.com slash shop slash cornfed and wed to get your woodworked. Oh, Mike. (laughs) Oh, Mike, indeed. Um, If you're looking for some hot beats and some fresh lyrics... Head over to Spotify, uh, link in the description box to Friday After Class. This is NPA and Jack on the Weekends. You're going to want to link over there, get to the Spotify, follow that page, because I I still don't know when it's happening, but at some point, Glizzy's for Breakfast, which is the rap (laughs) debut of Lil C-Man, is going to eventually be dropped there. So if you want to be a day one listener of... uh, (laughs) I was just shooting hot tracks or hot lyrics all over the track. Oh, no. Oh, no. And uh, if you want to catch that on day one, you're going to need to get over to Spotify Friday after class. Follow them. Follow NPA over there as well so you can get new NPA tracks. Uh, Lots of great stuff over there. Comedy, music. I mean, what more do you want? C-Man. It's all. It's all. All good stuff. There we go. Mr. Alan Hunter with the shout out. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, who's next here? Room 56. So this is NPA and our very own JB uh, helping folks out with their creative endeavors. So room56studios.com. Anything to take your creative idea and make it a reality from graphic design, video editing, audio editing, anything under the sun. If you've got an idea, head to room56studios.com. Talk to the guys about how they can bring it to life for you. Waka waka. <laughs> and last but not least, Anchor which is our podcast hosting service. Uh, If you're not with us on YouTube tonight, then you're likely listening to us on Anchor. Um, So this is where we would typically go to an ad. I almost just did it uh, on a reflex, (laughs) but uh, we don't don't have to do that here because we're live. So we're going to roll right through Anchor um, and give a shout out to our Anchor wankers. So these are the folks that went out to our Anchor page and became contributors, supporters. They clicked that support button and uh, made a choice, a uh, dollar, two dollars, five dollars, uh, just kicking us a few shekels to um, keep the show going. <clears throat> and uh, we really appreciate that. This is the list of the folks who have taken that step, and we, we definitely appreciate that. It's, it's gone a long way for us, uh, helping us get new equipment, helping us get new software, and uh, all sorts of other great things, including some exciting things that we're working on now that we can't yet Uh, start talking about so uh, the best way to support the podcast is to go become an anchor wanker Wanker. and you'll get a special shout out 
on these monthly shows. So Mike, Jared, Casey, Anna, Tom, Mike, Tyler, Mackenzie, Brett, Kyle, Chrissy, Fox, and Dick and Dick and Balls. Uh, <laughs> we really appreciate all of you. Thanks for thanks for your support of the show and and we hope you'll stick around. And for some of the folks who are in the chat who maybe aren't anchor wankers, we hope Wanker. you'll hit us up on the anchor page and click that contribute button and uh, join the party here. So uh, big shouts out to all of you. Also, we're at 13 anchor wankers right now. Wanker. And when we get to 25, we're going to get a brand new uh, exclusive premiere of an NPA track right here on the SoCo show. So you're not going to want to miss that. Um, if you're already an anchor wanker, we hope you'll spread the Wanker. show out, share it with friends. Uh, and if you're not one yet, we hope you'll consider doing that. So big shouts out to all of our anchor wankers. We had no Wanker. new ones this month. And so I'm not taking any shots tonight, but uh, but uh, a, a, hearty, uh, a hearty cheers to all of our anchor wankers out there. Thank you. I also, so one of the hosts of the show is a wanker. <laughs> and then uh, I wonder how many of these people just forgot that they have it have it on like it's probably an auto renew and they probably just forgot hell yeah man we should we probably that we cheese. should probably stop reminding them yeah, yeah. just take them off the we list mention but they're yeah. still getting the cash flow yeah yeah i did just realize it did cl click in my mind i'm like so i'm paying for my own podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah we would not be offended if you <laughs> i'm just gonna keep it going <laughs> forever i think you're i think you're netting i think you're netting positive because i'm a patron of yours yeah see um, there we go so am i so it's yeah it's a little it's probably a zero yeah. sum we should probably all just stop that's how we're, we're money laundering actually but we're losing money because there's fees included somehow yeah 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 so and very slowly we're money laundering at like 12 dollars at a clip yeah 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 We've, we we didn't really fully grasp Breaking Bad. <laughs> we sold like an ounce of meth four years ago, and it's going to take us 60 years of the podcast to clean all that money out. Yeah, so. mm -hmm. yeah. You're stuck with us. Slow game. Blame the slow game. Yep. Yeah, we would have quit a long time ago if it wasn't for the meth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's not an uncommon story uh, here in America. Yeah. So mm -hmm. anyway, where are we at here? We did our anchors. We did our sponsors. Uh, one more shout out to our anchor wankers. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> yeah, we'll things rolling here. Uh, Seth, we got to take a look at the headlines here. So uh, let's get into our news or nonsense. News or nonsense. News or nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Got my buddy Donnie next to me too. Hell yeah! And, and some news about what looks to be a someone who's wearing a bowl on their head. I can't tell what that newspaper is. I think it's a um, mediocre uh, George Washington sculpture of. I think it's Mother Teresa. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking okay. Mother Teresa yeah. as well. Well, yeah, she's always in the news, you know. Yeah, she is. All right, let's read some headlines. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so we'll start off here. Um, we'll have three headlines. Jared and Cody will try and guess whether it's the new the headline is real or if it is something I made up entirely. Um, before we start, as a tiebreaker, they're gonna they're gonna wager um, or guess how many of the stories will be uh, nonsense this week. Uh, Jared, you won last week. Why don't Hell you yeah. go first? I'm and, going with uh, two again. Us, you're wagering going two. With two. Two. All right. 
Cody? He wants two. Um, wait, sorry. Is that two nonsense? Nonsense. Okay. Um, I think they're all nonsense this week. Ooh, they're all nonsense. A nonsense-heavy live nonsense show. That would not heavy. be surprising. Well, let's hey, see. We're just, know, I'll give you the top. They want. I'll give you the overall theme here, and we'll see if maybe you feel better or worse about your pick. Uh, just based off the theme. The theme this week is beans. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling pretty yeah. good about the nonsense on the beans. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think the news is about to start. Uh, I think we'll uh, go ahead with the first headline. Breaking news. Man sits in bean dip for 24 hours to promote California restaurant. Is this news or nonsense? <laughs> oh. So he sits in bean dip. Not <laughs> yeah. like a queso, a guac, a nice no, salsa, bean a bean dip. Refried bean. That is yeah. disgusting. <laughs> If any restaurant did that, shut them down instantly. I'm this is this is nonsense. This is nonsense. I'll tell you why. Because one, nobody brags about their bean dip. Uh, by the way, Jill popping in with absolutely an incredible suggestion. All right, so the beans are cooled. Uh, nobody <laughs> brags about their bean dip. It, it would be it would be something different that they mm-hmm. wanted to promote. But the other thing I will say is. Isn't anything that you sit in technically bean dip? Shut it down. I don't need we any get, credit for we that. Get, we got shut I'm it giving down. myself all of the no. all of the support that I need. Shut so it down. I don't need to hear it from you guys. You got to get okay. back on stage real soon, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know they say it's all like right. riding a bike. Well, I think you might need training wheels. <laughs> well. I don't know why this. What? Why? Why is this what we're talking about now? <laughs> Intervention. The storm's right. nonsense, Seth. Okay. Okay. So he's saying it's nonsense. I. I do. I gotta agree. I mean, I'm telling you, if you fill up a nice hot tub full of uh, cheesy queso or something, I'm jumping in. I'm hanging out. But bean dip? No, thank you. So this is nonsense. Nonsense. Yeah. All right. Well, let's nonsense. go ahead and hit the drum roll. This is news. What? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't like you at all. Do you have any context? I know you don't read them. You just get the This headlines. one I did not read. Um, I just saw the headline, and that's what inspired me to do a bean theme this week. So. <laughs> you know the year? I, just, I saw a rec- it. It's a recent story, I think. Um, Seth, do you mind if I interrupt this broadcast with some breaking news? Hmm. Break yourself, fool! And that's when you break! Tight. This happens almost every time that we talk about taking shots. Uh, we got two new anchor wankers. And Uh-oh. so Ooh. I'm going to need to take a couple of shots here. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I don't have anything next to me besides this. So in a second, I'm going to have to... Um, Go in the other room and get me some liquor. I'll do it after news or nonsense. I got to finish whooping Jared's ass on this first. Well, you're both tied at zeros, so um, well, you know. Cody, Cody's already incorrect on the uh, on his wager as well. Just for anyone playing along at home, uh, will Jared be correct on his wager though? Who knows? All right, 
Next headline. Oh, there's a picture of this dude, and it is disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why'd I look it up? Pull it up. No. Okay, when you read the next one, I'll pull it up. All I'll right. send this to myself. Next headline. I was upset. I was upset about losing the bet, but I forgot that that meant that that was, in fact, a real thing, and someone actually did that, which is way more upsetting than losing the bet. So that's we got to move on quick. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Seth. Let's go. Yeah. This just in. Florida law enforcement takes down a suspect with a can of bean baked beans. Is this news or nonsense? Okay. I I think it's nonsense. I think straight away it's nonsense. I think well, I don't want to give my context. I don't want to give my clues as to why I think it's nonsense because I don't want to give it away to Jared. It, but it's it sounds like it might be news, Jared. I would encourage you to select that one. So a guy throws can of beans at police officer? Is that what it no, was? No, Florida law enforcement takes down a suspect <laughs> with a can of beans. <laughs> I mean, pretty much the same thing, right? You said take down law enforcement. Oh, I mean, it's Florida. That's what I got from it. Um, Wait, so hold on. Sorry. The, the cop used a can of beans to take the guy down? Or the yeah. guy had a can of beans and they and took him down? Cop. No, they, he uses the can of beans to take him down. So, so like cop throws, throws can it. of beans at person. Yeah. 100% news. It's Florida. <laughs> All right, so Jared says news. Cody yeah. says nonsense. We're going to no, have they're, a correct they're person here. They're slinging beans down there, man. <laughs> Bean slinger. All yeah. right. Drum roll, please. News. Oh, fuck you. I know my Florida news. God damn it. I thought it was, I was like, there's, first of all, there's no way this happened. And second of all, I think you made up Florida because Florida's like the fun one to pick on when it's crazy shit. That's, I, as soon as I heard Florida, I was like, this one's made up. Um, I've got to get rid of my nonsense leaning bias. I, I'm losing now. This fucking sucks. Also, uh, I'm going to show you the, the bean man right now. Uh, bean man. Bean man. Oh, I wish you wouldn't. Well, here it goes, everyone. Here's the Turn away from your screen. Oh, that's not it. Hold Our on. Where'd it go? Where'd it food go? and wine. Ooh, oh, thanks. food and wine. There Breaking he is. Bean man. Look at that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Look at oh, that. He's in a yeah. pool. Not a Can hot tub. That that's picture? a pool. I'll try to zoom in a little bit. Did it go? Didn't make it bigger? There you go. Oh. Look at that. And he got a tattoo while in it. Nice. Bloody beans. Bloody oh, beans and you know, eggs. I don't want to be profiling, but that looks exactly like the kind of guy I would have thought would do this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know? okay. If someone was going to do it, I'm not surprised Black. it was that guy. Sorry, everyone that's watching. You had to watch, see some bean man. Not, bean not man. only here. Bean man. Bean All right. man. Well, Jared takes. With your beans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cody, actually, yeah, Cody's got to get this next one, right? Yeah, Jared Jared takes a 1-0 lead here. And we're on our third and final headline, I think. I, I can hear I can hear it's coming fresh off the fresh off the presses right now. Fajitas? I spilled my whiskey. This <laughs> <laughs> <Mr>. just in. This <laughs> <Mr>. just in. <laughs> I need more whiskey. Um UK woman finds note on note and baked beans on car after leaving it parked by a gate. Is this news or nonsense? So, 
she parked it by a gate and someone just left a note and beans on the car. Yeah. Ah, uh, news. I, yeah, I mean, if if you made this up, this is the most boring made-up thing you'd ever do. That's why I'm thinking it's got to be news. But then again, if you did make it up, it's pretty easy because it's just like, yeah, yeah, hey. They poured baked beans on the car and left a note. That was the punishment. Oh, I th wait. Oh, I thought they just set a can of beans. Like, no, hey, no, no, no. Here's a can poured. of beans and here's a note. No, leave uh, us baked beans. Oh. Yeah, this is news. God damn it. There is whiskey all over my floor. Uh. <laughs> yeah, what if Kyle threw a, a wild card out? What if one of these is never news or nonsense? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know how that would be. I guess it's Me one neither. or the other, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know. Thinking about it, I don't know what it would be. All right. Yeah. Well, drum roll, please. I was taking some recreationals. I think I'm buried here. Give me the bad news. Nah, news. <laughs> yeah. Man, you just you just stuffed me at the rim with that one because you knew I couldn't beat you if we fucking tied, and so you agreed with me. But I respect the game. I respect the yep. hustle. Yep. I guess I'll hit the fucking sounder for you. I'm going to hit the sounder, and then I want you to take me out because I got to go get some liquor, and I'll give you a couple minutes to gloat. As the two-week news or nonsense winner, I am taking this show on the road. We're going on a 30, uh, I don't even know. When you take some on the road, what do you call it? Sites? Venues? City? City? There we go. 30 city <laughs> tour right now. Seth and Cody oh, don't know man. this, but they need to leave their jobs right now. I, I, I actually called their bosses and said, hey, they quit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Seth, you don't have a job to go to tomorrow. <laughs> Shucky darns. Yeah. Also, did he uh, did he play us out of this segment? He played. Then the... I could play, do that. He played the uh, the LeBron James sound for you, but he didn't mm. play the. So the we are actually nonsense. illegally still in this segment. Yeah, not it's technically fault. legally. Legally, we're still in here. Uh, Cody, uh, you missed. I said that we were going on a thirty-city tour with this show, and I actually called both of your bosses. Um, you guys have quit as of today, so uh, congratulations, and I don't apologize. <laughs> I'm gonna need way more than two shots <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> I'll tell for the folks at home. Uh, so shout out to our new anchor wankers. Um, and I'll shout you out by name in just a second. Um, I'm drinking warm vodka because I'm, I'm punishing myself for losing the game for a second week in a row. So mm, yum, 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 yum. And thank you to uh, the, the wankers that Cody will be getting to. I just completely missed and poured that all over my desk. <laughs> Man, we're spilling liquor everywhere. <laughs> oh man, that was a mistake. <laughs> There's vodka everywhere. My this is gonna smell like vodka. I don't know how I'm gonna work tomorrow. Well, you don't have to. You get you quit. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Turns out I have tomorrow. Oh my god, ah, everything is covered. This is bad. Okay, well we roll on. That's live TV for you. Um, so we have two anchor wankers to shout out. I'm gonna shout out the first right now, and it's Abby. Hi Abby. We're glad that you joined Anchor Wankership. Welcome to the club. Thank you for your contribution. This one's for you. Cheers, Abby. Ting! Half of my Ooh. whiskey is on the ground now. 
Ugh. How is warm room temperature Grey Goose vodka? Tell Delicious. Us. Tell the viewers. It was the, pun- it was the punishment I deserved for what it's happened. The water of the gods. So, not my gods. The water yeah. of the gods. <laughs> Zeus. Well, have you had enough gloating? Did you get it all out, or do we need to stay in here? I didn't need any any time to gloat. I am a very humble, <laughs> you know. I uh, I just I just know that I'm going to keep winning. You know, two weeks in a row, I, you know, I can't be stopped. Well, that's really humble of you, Jared. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm glad yes. that you shared that with everybody. So. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think Jared's going to keep the streak going. He's he's on a roll right now. He's not even being touched. Like you, you aren't even close these last two weeks. So yeah. you were, you were complete, you were completely wrong. You were entirely wrong. <laughs> you didn't even get the wager right. You you were complete opposite on the wager. News or nonsense. News or nonsense. I love that he's the I captain. To, I didn't mean to cut you off. Were you in the middle of something there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we'll bring it up next week. Yeah. I mean, nobody nobody doesn't know that I'm a bad loser. So um, don't worry. I'll come back with even more fervor next week, and, and I'll, I'll reclaim he's, my crown. Don't worry about it. He's going to go through all the episodes we've done this and do, like, a chart of, like, all the mm-hmm. news and nonsense mm-hmm. and, like, all the wagers and all that. He's going he's gonna to think I won't. He's gonna money ball this. Yeah, you will you will money ball this. <laughs> oh no. We open I, I open up the wrong can of beans on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was beating me is uh not not a good one. That's why they call me Moneyballs Michael, because I'm I moneyball everything. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. That's not really what they call me. It's squirrel nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jay, I got to shout out Jay again. Uh, referencing the Templeton Rye, that's an Iowa exclusive. Jay, you must you must be a Midwest guy or an Iowa guy. Between that and the Viking stuff, um, shouts out to you. I love the connection to the Midwest there. All right. Let's see. You know, I and Dan is in here. Everyone wants to pile on Co for losing, and I understand that. But um, don't worry. I, I, I'll just use all this as fuel um, and fuel, not, not just to win the next game, but for a way over-the-top celebration once I do. We're talking like Apollo Creed in the fourth Rocky movie when he first comes out. That's going to be like that level of celebration. Then when, he dies um, immediately after. It's not going to be a boxing match after it. I'm just saying I'm going to have a way too long and unnecessary dance sequence to a James Brown song. I, I, okay. I felt like okay, okay. it doesn't mean I'm going to die. But if I okay. do, then it's going to inspire one of you to become a world champion fighter after that. So I yeah. think, you know. Well, well, I think we'll it'd be Jared in this case because he's been your opponent. No, and... I think it's Seth. I mean, think about all the training he has been doing on in vr and his watching the game tape of creed and all of the rocky movies like this guy <laughs> has a fighter written all over him it was funny we were uh we had the projector up so we'll talk about it a little bit more later but i brought a projector to jared's for south by southwest and i was doing like in creed when he's he's watching the tape of of uh his dad versus rocky <laughs> and he's doing the the shadow boxing i was doing that on the <laughs> on the projector mm-hmm. between every wow. movie i also get up and do some shadow boxing I also had to make out with Olivia Munn a little bit, you know, on the, you know, in the projector. Yeah, but. yeah he had to. <laughs> as, as one does, I suppose. Yes. Um, wow. 
I, I it was after Jared went to bed. <laughs> I fucking hope so. Jesus. Um. So you know what? Kyle actually just brought up a really Jay's just dropping all the Iowa stuff in there. Fong's yeah. pizza. That's legendary. Look at this. Kyle brings up a good point. Seth and I both have bird shirts on today, Jared, and and you. I guess you just just disregarded the email we sent, or. Uh, American Eagle. Does that count? It does. That's <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, three for three. <laughs> wow. Out of boom. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh awesome. man. All right. Where are we? Um, I lose I myself that every Abby's single week we record. Wanker. Big big shout out to Abby once again for becoming a new anchor wanker. Our our second wanker. anchor wanker. I know you know who wanker. you are. You'll get a shout out later on in the show. We got to move on. We got a lot more stuff to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, where are we at? We just did news or nonsense. All right. We're going to talk about that projector and that South by Southwest trip that you guys just had. Uh, let's get into what did you. So you guys, uh, you guys got to enjoy South by Southwest from home, the virtual South by Jared, you got, uh, you got access to it because you didn't get access last year at the beginning of quarantine. I remember we, we were down there with, uh, with Jill and NPA Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no. NPA wasn't down there yet. We were down there with Jill in Austin last year, and South by kind of got the got the kibosh put on it. And so this year, you got to attend virtually. Seth drove over to Des Moines and, and watched a bunch of movies with you. Uh, you guys got the projector in the mix. Tell tell everyone at home about your experience last week. Yeah, which uh, again. I, I was taking out the trash today, and I was like, man, that was a week ago. Like, it seems <laughs> like an eternity ago. I, mm-hmm. Time flies, but daily, t- I don't know. It, time is weird. Um, but, yeah, basically last year I was supposed to go to South by Southwest down in Austin, Texas. Shout out to them, and uh, they canceled it. So they gave me a pass to this year. But also I was approved as press, so it's this weird thing where it's like, well, I already paid to go, but then I also got the press thing, so I didn't have to pay to go. So that's a whole thing. But, uh, yeah, just a bunch of movies, what, Tuesday into Saturday, I think it was, mm-hmm. Seth? Um, yeah, Seth came down Wednesday night. We recorded a podcast in person and then we just basically watched movie like, you know, every two hours or whatever. Um, everything was on demand. So whatever Mm -hmm. we felt like watching, we just turned on, watched a bunch of movies that we'll probably talk about a little bit. But, uh, I mean, the highlight was, uh, the projector that's, I'm going (laughs) to let Seth talk about, but also food just, you know, uh, it was junk food after junk food after (laughs) movie after junk food. Um, basically imagine literally I just laid on a couch for four days. That's basically Mm -hmm. what I did watching movie after movie after movie and then shoveling pizza and donuts and burgers into my gullet (laughs) essentially. So, um. That's how. That's my takeaway yep. from it, um, Seth. What, how did? How was your experience? Um, I mean, yeah. What, was I a good host? I'll, I'll oh, first yeah. say that. Definitely a good host. We got to. We got to put all the. Actually, right behind where Jared is, uh, where that poster is up there, the long shot one. That's where we we projected it up there, and the wall looks kind of smaller. But I mean, it's that's a it's a it was probably like hundred and some inches. It was. It looked like a movie theater screen. Whoa! No, um, no need to brag. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you can cut that um, in half and that's reality. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors, man. <laughs> um, my, the only thing is I wish I had a better, it had a better sound setup. Um, I had to have it full blast and it was kind of, there were some issues with that. We still heard it all, but could have been better. Um, but the projector was awesome. It, it actually felt like, I mean, we were talking, we, it made the experience better just because we, it felt like a theater. We were mm-hmm. in it the whole time. I barely looked at my phone for like four days. Um, 
It was it was great. Um, and then we also so uh, I think Friday and Saturday night we played uh, Fall Guys. So the mm-hmm. three of us got online and played. So I played Fall Guys on a hundred and five inch screen, which was pretty fun too. Um, didn't help. Actually, it was worse. I did terrible. Um, but the <laughs> uh, but the the movies it's like the movies themselves. Um, I, I think. It's interesting because like South by typically is a little bit more of the indie festival. Um, you get get a lot more like kind of like niche or interesting films. You get a lot, a ton of documentary mm-hmm. documentaries. Um, so we watched a lot of those. Um, like where Sundance is a little bit more of like this is what you'll probably likely see around Oscar time and um, throughout your art house movies throughout the year or whatever. Um, South by is a little bit more of the the niche stuff, but um, still saw a lot of great movies. Um, highlight for me probably was the documentary called clerk which is the kevin smith documentary that goes over his his career that's the first thing we watched uh wednesday morning or thursday morning and uh yeah it kicked it off perfectly it was everything i wanted told his story i learned things that i didn't know about him in it which was awesome um which yeah i've been hearing stuff about him for 12 years Mm -hmm. um or at least stuff i hadn't seen before um but then there's a lot of there's a, just a lot of really great little movies. Um, Mark Duplass has has uh, has one with Nat, Natalie Morales. Is that? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just those two. It's called Language Lessons. Yep. And she is teaching him Spanish. And there's some events, but it takes place over Zoom, like a kind of like a um, searching like through the screen type thing. Um, it's like a Zoom conversation. Um, and and not to discount that movie at all, but we both turned to each other afterwards. We enjoyed it. We loved it. One of our favorites of it, I, I would assume. But we mm-hmm. were like, we could make a movie like this. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, we could totally yeah. make a movie yeah. like that. Um, we should make a movie like this. <laughs> and it didn't even it was it wasn't even over Zoom for the pandemic. It was just like this is that's what would way. happen. Yep. Yeah, that's how people teach language stuff online. You know, she got them link. He, they got language classes over the internet. So that's kind of how they do it. So Wait, it exists. On. So you mean to tell me there's a service I can sign up for and it will connect me via Zoom to Natalie Morales. Uh-huh. Yep. And she will teach me Spanish. Yep. All right. Say no more. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I'll send you the contact information. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got links? <laughs> <laughs> I uh I want to hear more about some of the other movies. Um, but two things, uh two other things too. Uh, Seth, I want to know about your projector and whether you'd recommend it for the folks at home who might have been thinking about getting a projector. Mm. Uh, and then Jared, I want to know how the um, the virtual experience of South by compared to Sundance, which was also recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the projector you have to have a you have to have a decent wall or a screen for it. A screen is probably preferred, um, but you have to have a wall that's like really big enough to make it worth it, um, and it doesn't have a ton of like the the spackle stuff on it. Um, and doesn't have like a bunch of screws cause that can get distracting. But if you're, if you're getting one just for like, you know, every once in a while, pop a movie up there, maybe play some, have, you know, have some games played up there. Then I think, yeah, if you can find it, the, the one I got was on, on sale, normally like 300, I got it for like a hundred. So mm-hmm. if you can find a good sale on one, I think, yeah, definitely go for it. I think the picture is going to be better than you think. I, I was expecting crap. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. Honestly, I was going to. Be like, okay, we'll try it out for a movie or two. If it sucks, then we'll just go to the TV. That's probably mm-hmm. that's what I thought was going to happen. And with messing, I mean, I mess around with it a lot because that's what I do with screens and stuff. But um, by the time I messed around with it and got the focus right and all the coloring settings and everything, I thought it looked really good. I thought it looked like a movie theater. So, you know, at least like a one from when we were kids. You know, it wasn't like the 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 digital. You know, like 
yeah, digital the experience, stuff, the high and all that def, stuff. Yeah, right. But it looked like yeah. a you know theater screen, so I I thought it was great, and I'd recommend it. Yeah, that's the thing awesome. is like uh, him bringing the the projector again. I was a little, I didn't know. I was, I, I'm gonna be honest, maybe a little skeptical. But once we got it up and going, and it was in, was it in twelve uh, eighty or seven twenty or whatever? It was we, in ten eighty p. Yeah, the yeah, HD. yeah. We we were able to bump it up or whatever um, mm-hmm. somehow. I don't know. Um, but basically, I think he he conned me into being like, I need to buy one of these just for <laughs> screeners, and you know, every yep. now and then because you know it was so weird because we watched all of Sundance on the TV. That one, wait, right, I can't. That one, that one, <laughs> <laughs> right there. It's hard to look in the screen. <laughs> I got it for you. Right yeah, there. that TV, there and then go. like looking at the projector combined or compared to that one, I'm like. That that TV's way too small now. Like I I need a full wall <laughs> yeah. picture and whatnot. So that was really cool. But some of the movies that we watched, um, and we we only watched, there was probably another half like or two times as like you know we watched maybe half the movies that were available. Um, There's quite a few that were um you know up for us to watch. And the first day, these are movies that I watched myself, and one of them that really stood out to me was um. It's called Hysterical, and it kind of co- uh, covered and featured, like, these uh, female comedians that have been in the business for X amount of mm. years and then also went back in history of kind of who the first ones were and kind of how the business is different when you're a female and this and that. And I thought it was, like, it was awesome just to see because I, I've slowly become more and more uh, – wanting to be in that comedy world or know what's going on and kind of the inner workings and it's just kind of their story of like hey if you want to make it you know you got to go up five seven eight nights a week and you know the grind and this and that but also like how it's changed over the last like five or ten years i think this is one that cody you should definitely check out when and if it's available i don't know where it's coming out on um but i think it's coming to hulu disney plus I think I read that it's coming to there and it's, it's getting in my queue. I got to, yeah. Anything comedy related gets into my queue. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one's uh, any, any comedy fan out there, definitely check it out. Cause it's funny, but also very kind of, I mean, I got a little bit emotional, you know, because it was like watching these people that were going after their dream and they, I mean, it's, it's that thing with uh, Travis, the Travis interview we had a few weeks back of like, Mm -hmm. You know, there's doubt here or there, but it's like, well, how much or how bad do you want it, essentially? So that was really cool. Um, and again, another crazy couple documentaries. Th- yeah, this was a very much documentary-heavy festival. Um, Clerk, I really enjoyed. There's a few others. Um, there's one that I think, Seth, you enjoyed as well, Alien on Stage. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, oh, yeah. oh, man, it's it's like this British or UK like bus company. And they do uh, plays every single year for for charity. And all of a sudden they wanted to do the movie Alien. And it is such like this underdog crazy story because it – it didn't do well essentially the first like couple nights. But then someone showed up, a.k.a. the person that made the documentary and was like, I love this and ended up getting them on the biggest stage I think in London for them to perform – this uh this movie to to stage adaptation of it. it it's crazy because like 
again, Seth and I were watching this, and I'm like, they cannot get this together by the end. And I'm sitting here stressing out, sweating for them because it is like 10 minutes till showtime, and they don't even know their lines. <laughs> and I'm like, this oh is going to be a disaster. But it is such – like, that is another one that I think you should check out just to see this crazy journey of these people who should not – basically where they got to and the stage that they played and how much love there is for that movie. That was just a, a wonderful one for myself. Um, mm -hmm. Seth, I don't know nice. if there's any other ones that you really, uh, that stuck out, stood out to you. Yeah. A couple, just a couple more quick, uh, the fallout, um, that it's ba uh, basically a story of, um, um, essentially the, the emotional fallout after a school shooting. Um, and it's, so it's obviously some heavy stuff, but it's also presented in, through the you know eyes of a teenager and kind of like because it's more about what happens after they try and move it into more of a of a light tone as it goes on so it's kind of like that that what what they feel after and then the coming out of that essentially um takes it's start there's this just one girl who they focus the story on um and then like it shows like how some people are you know after this happens to them in their school some people take action and want to change things and make things better and others become sad and depressed and all that stuff and so it's kind of like that grief process and how people handle it um shailene woodley's in it so she plays a really brief part she plays like a therapist in it so there are some it's you know i think it's a movie that'll eventually come out so people will be able to see that and then there's another one called violet um with uh, olivia munn i mentioned her earlier that i was making out with her on the projector um <laughs> she movie uh, took three hours to watch and it was but uh the the reason i like this one it, it was really um stylized it had there was like writing and cur like white cursive on the screen that were kind of like her thoughts or her true feelings as of stuff that was going on there was also like an internal voice in her head that was like talking to her and kind of putting her down and things so like the the writing was like the truth and how she wanted to feel that the voice was talking to her and telling her like negative things like doubt and so it's kind of, yeah exactly and so there's kind of like a struggle that's going on through the text that's writing and also the what's actually happening and then you know she'll voice kind of in the middle sometimes like in real life so there's i mean it's it's really interesting there's some cool things with color like violet like they're what they're talking about there's this violet light that appears throughout the movie that symbolizes some some certain things so i liked it a lot i thought it was just really interesting and stylized um i know there's a few other movies too that i can't think of uh, off the top of my head i have a list uh, but... swan song yeah that's another good one mm -hmm. go ahead jared <laughs> oh, I, just, I mean, I don't want to sit here and just sit here, you know, and review movies for all of right. you that you, you might not see or will see. But uh, it basically, it's like this aged out uh, hairdresser, and he goes on one last hurrah to uh, do the makeup of one of his biggest clients or uh, most intimate client. Like, you know, it, they had been, uh, they had this relationship for 30 plus years of him doing her hair literally like once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. And it was doing her hair up for um, her funeral. And it's essentially like him getting from his nursing home to the funeral. And it, he runs into all of these different um, people from his past and whatnot. It, it's a very, it was very, uh, quirky and fun and kind of like this underdog uh comeback type movie uh that that one was really cool for sure um mm -hmm. but no it was it was a fun experience i think uh you know a lot of fun movies a cool projector but then you had just tons and tons of food <laughs>
that I'm man. Uh, I bet you guys ate like out. fucking kings. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we had uh, we had breakfast pizza, we had deep dish pizza, we had donuts, we had burgers, we had tacos, we had uh, what am I missing here? Applebee's. Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't had Applebee's in. S- it's been years since I've had Applebee's. Really? I yeah. It, they, Half we don't apps, have them here, man. Half pi- We don't have them out here in Oregon. If so we're it's talking been about at least since I moved yeah. to Oregon, I haven't had Applebee's. Wow. If we're talking about. Yeah restaurants though so i'm getting my second second vaccine shot next week pretty pumped um and one of the things i'm most pumped about is going back to get some some food at a restaurant eating at a texas restaurant. roadhouse texas roadhouse yeah. uh, i already have plans made. i already have plans made for like like two weeks um to go to roadhouse <laughs> and have i cannot wait i haven't been there for over it's probably been a year and a half now and I cannot wait to just shove a, a buttery cinnamon roll down right down my gullet. <laughs> Man, road. I do miss Texas Roadhouse. I miss Texas Roadhouse, and I miss. Um, yeah, we got Bernie there. Uh, yeah. The I miss Texas Roadhouse and Applebee's, and um, I feel like I'm, I'm bummed. I missed out on on your guys's fun movie experience. It sounded like you had a great time with South by. Um, the only other thing I w- I'm wondering is Jared on, uh, so you did South by virtually and you did Sundance virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like the virtual film festival? Um, have, I'm not certain you've gotten a chance to be at one physically, no. but d- are you liking the way these virtual things go? Are you looking forward to the day when it's in person or do you like this setup? I think the whole in person thing is, uh, the the pro or and again I have not been to a, a physical one yet but I think it's the whole networking it's meeting these people that you only know of personas online and then connecting with them going to a movie with them then coming out and talking about that movie maybe going and having drinks with them and stuff like that I uh, I mean I'm gonna be honest I love what they've been doing so far um, because we can watch movies on our own time and as many as we want because mm-hmm. I think. I mentioned to Seth quite a few times, I think during this one and even back at Sundance, where if we were doing this in person, we're standing in line, mm-hmm. we're seeing maybe a third of the movies that we actually watched. Can't um, bring a deep dish pizza in no, there with you. No, I mean, I mean, your pockets are only so deep, you know? You can maybe get one, maybe two slices. I mean, you're going to have to put spaghetti in a bag, and no one wants to bag spaghetti in a movie theater. Spaghetti so. in a bag? <laughs> I don't care what else happens. Spaghetti in a bag is going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> I just love the whole the whole idea. Of spaghetti in a bag is attractive oh, to me. Man. Wow. And man. yes, yeah, uh, uh, to the comments, Jay, we did have Hertz donuts, and we they did. were delicious. We had a lot of donuts because <laughs> yeah, we, we had, had eighteen. To, we had to, yeah because we so there was a deal on Uber Eats that was uh, <laughs> that was uh, you had to it was fifteen bucks off. We had to spend twenty bucks to. For it to kick in, for the promo code to kick in, and a, a, a dozen uh, donut like right, their donuts that they just put randomly in a box is like nineteen like fifty or seventy five mm-hmm. or some shit. So I'm like, well, we're getting some glazed donuts too. <laughs> so we got sick, we got half a dozen glazed and, and a dozen of the crazy ass flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I uh, I woke up a little late that day and the yeah. donuts were almost there. I'm like, yeah. So what'd you get? And I was like, well, I got a dozen. But then I had to get six glazed. <laughs> I'm like, what are we gonna do with all these donuts? Man, I've never been more jealous. Honestly, that that you guys got so many glazers. Uh, glazers are my favorite. I mm-hmm. I know that there are a lot. There's a lot. There are there are um, uh, 
uh, more distant horizons than the glazed donut, but I think they nailed it when they got to the glazed donut. I don't really need a cookie jammed in the side of my donut. I'll just take see. We we could have had you here because I'm not much of a glazer, so you could have demolished those six while I take on the other six of a uh, crazy uh, shove an Oreo into like a Reese's into a donut, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't need Oreoception as much as some others do. So mm. next time, next time, I'll come join you guys and and uh, I'll eat all the glazers. So that'll be good. There we go. Um, South by Southwest, raging success from the sound of it. Get yourself a projector. Get yourself a press pass to South by Southwest. A lot easier said than done. Um, <laughs> but uh, it sounds like a handful of good movies, really good movies that are going to be coming out. So keep an eye out for some of the ones that the guys mentioned. And that's what we did last week. All right, we got we got a lot to talk about in what do you think this week? So we better we better dive right into it. What do you think? All right, so we got some news. We got a lot of news stories, um, and 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 a topic. Nude stories. So nude stories. I don't know what you guys think of all these things. And by the way, I realized while you guys were talking about Southwest, South by Southwest, that um, I'm I, I, for whatever reason that vodka shot just slapped me across the face. Mm-hmm. So shout out, shouts out to Abby Belvin. But hour two of the Soko show is going to be a, a challenge for me. But... Take the wheels off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Um, let's start with a quickie piece of news here: Scout Pilgrim versus the World. Um, if, if you don't know, Sucks. is the, is the best movie ever made, uh, hands down. And what we found out this week is that it's going to be returning to cinemas. Uh, so April 30th, there's going to be Scott Pilgrim versus the world returning to the movie theater for one week only. And it's going to be, uh, upgraded in terms of the picture and the sound. Um, I guess they've, they've upgraded the, the picture and sound with Dolby, I believe is, is, is helping them do this. And so um, an upgraded version of the film is going to be available, again, for one week only. So I, I think a lot of our uh, listeners are probably fans of this movie. It's my favorite movie ever. And um, so I'm, gonna, I'm hoping my theater gets opened. We're going to talk more about that in a second um, in time to go see this. But highly, highly, highly recommend if you haven't seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World or if you haven't seen it lately – you're going to want to check out this screening. Uh, it sounds, yeah, Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos Sound. Um, so it's going to be basically like it came out today. And the the cast of Scott Pilgrim, the the look of it, the style, the sound of it is all already incredible. So I, I think this is going to be a real gene creamer once it comes out. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's nasty. I, uh, Are you guys so- so, will you guys be going out to this? Are you as stoked as I am? Surprisingly, well, hey. uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say when when you have when you have SoCo theaters over here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, with the projector um, at, at my house, you don't need a Dolby Atmos and blah blah blah. You got this fucking professional. I'm gonna blast it up on my on my wall. It's gonna look beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, surprisingly, I think like a day or two before this news broke, and I sent it to you, Cody. Um, I watched it on Netflix actually, and I was like, "Damn, this movie is so good!" So I, yeah. I think I might, you know, because it it has been a. I haven't been to the movie theater in a while. Um, I think Godzilla vs Kong is gonna be my first big outing, and then Mortal Kombat. But then I will probably treat myself at the end of uh, April to uh, this movie. Yeah, I mean, 
it, as as Mr. Mr. I100 said it best, uh, <laughs> it's cinema at its finest. Everything you want in a movie is in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And I cannot stress this enough. If you have not seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, this Don't. is this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to go see it. A, go see it now for the first time, and I mm-hmm. promise you, it will fucking blow you away. I promise. And if you hate it, you can come back to Old Co. and you can say I hated Scott Pilgrim, but that will not happen. I am telling you. So if you have never seen this movie, wait until April thirtieth and go watch it in the theaters. And, and for the folks that have already seen it, you got to go see it again, right, Seth? I know you've seen the movie. I know you like it. Maybe not as much as I do. But you're going to go back out and see this again, right? You're not really going to do the SoCo theaters at home. Why wouldn't I? It's free admission. Except for oh, you. You got Dolby Atmos sound on that fucking oh, fuck projector yeah. yours, Seth? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I just put a couple earbuds in. Sounds like I'm right there. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Yeah, I'll probably go check it out, though. I'm actually going to my app right now to see if they have any. You said April 30th? Yeah. That's still a ways away. Nothing in there yet. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I'll if it's playing on like the the big big screen, um, you know the 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 DLX screen with the Dolby Atmos sound because they actually have the Atmos sound in there. Um, yeah, I should. I I probably go check it out. Um, uh, you know if they're playing it in the the rinky dink small one, um, then then I'm gonna stay at the SoCo theaters. I'm gonna I'm gonna mm. blast it up on the wall. You should somehow yeah. file like a thing to be a business and in like charge admission like five six people a day can come into your your establishment you can show them a movie <laughs> <laughs> well we talked about there's uh there's a theater here in cedar rapids that um may not open open back up after this pandemic and it's like that would be a cool idea if we were to to scoop up a theater and do the soco theaters and play a bunch of our favorite movies and new movies and I and could then be the they projectionist. Have to watch our, our our podcast too. Oh yeah, we'd have a podcast. Right? Yeah, podcast theater. You're onto something. We there. should buy. We should start an entire business and purchase a movie theater for a lot of money, just so we can have a room to do our podcast in. I <laughs> think yeah. that, and then a place to I, watch movies. I I would tell any of my financial planning clients that that is that is <laughs> smart to do. So. Um, Dan hits us with a uh, with a good comment and then the worst comment ever. Um, but uh, <laughs> referring to Seth blasting his projector screen up onto the wall, not the only thing he blasts up onto the wall. That's nasty. I, I would agree. Dan gets the rim shot there, but then he also says he hated Scott Pilgrim, which makes me want to slap him twice. And so <laughs> I don't know whether or not to give Dan credit. I think we got to give him a hiss. Yeah. Now don't you have two? Sl- don't you? You have a slap or punch sound you can give him. Oh yeah, that's like seven, eight, nine, ten. 11. Oh oh oh, Sorry. he's on the oh, ropes. He's on I, the ropes. He's I'm down. Not even wow. <laughs> Sorry, had to deal with Dan. Anyway, um, <laughs> Dan is done. So Scott Pilgrim, uh, April thirty is is when that is dropping in theaters. So check out your local uh, listings on your theaters, and you Yo, may be Cineplex. able to go and see this. It's a high recommend uh, from the SoCo dudes here. So. Uh, next story, speaking of movie theaters, um, I've been really keeping track of Regal because that's what I have here in Bend, Oregon. And Regal Theaters has announced that they're going to be reopening uh, starting as early as next week in some cases. So April 2nd, um, there are going to be a lot of theaters in the U.S. Uh, for Regal that are opening up. And if you'll remember, back about uh, around September, 
Regal opened up along with everybody else, but then they decided AMC and, and the other large chains decided they were going to stay open and try to continue to sell tickets. And they've done so on a small, smaller scale, albeit. Um, but Regal said, we're going to completely close up and then we'll reopen when it's time. And it sounds like it's time. Uh, Regal theaters are opening up select theaters uh, April 2nd. So if you have a, um, if you have a, a Regal theater locally, check your local listings. You may have screenings starting up next week. Godzilla versus Kong is the big release for next week. So um, some folks can go check that out in the theater. I'm going to try to hold out and see that in the theater now that I know theaters are going to be opening. Um, but if you, again, if you're a Regal person, uh, you're going to want to keep an eye out for your theater coming back. Uh, whether it's for that movie or Mortal Kombat later in April, uh, you're going to get, a, I think, a pretty good initial movie for your first trip back. Uh, I know I'm really excited. But I think the bigger news with Regal this last week, uh, for the folks who maybe aren't Regal theater goers like myself, is that Regal has now entered into a relationship with WB that will allow for exclusive theatrical rights for their major films. And so starting in 2022... Uh, from release date for the first 45 days, the only theaters you'll be able to see WB movies in will be Regal Theaters. Now, what we don't know is whether or not HBO Max is going to continue to release these movies on the same day, they're, which I think is going to be really key. It sounds like they're, they're not. They're not. I saw an article today that says they're not. And this yeah. is 2022? So, yeah. 2022. So They're continuing. They, they yeah, they said all, all their movies will continue to come out on HBO Max through the end of this year. Um, and then starting mm -hmm. 2022 is when they'll be going back mm -hmm. to theaters. The, the only thing I'm unclear about now, though, reading the newest article, is that they've come to an agreement with, with, with Regal about exclusively being in theaters. Mm -hmm. I didn't read – this new one didn't specifically say Regal theater. Only Regal theaters. It just, could potentially be just movie theaters. So I'm, I'm, there's some conflicting information going around on this. But continue. Yeah. So when we read this the other day, and we, we talked about this a little bit ahead of time, um, we read it as in only Regal theaters are going to be able to show this. So your AMC, your Marcus, not going to have these movies. So for now, let's assume that's the information we have, and it's going to be only Regal. What do you guys think of this as a move for them? Because I think on the one hand, it gives they, that's a value add, right? I have a Regal. I get to see WB movies. I'm excited about that. There's not a Regal in either of your towns. So... You're either going to have to drive a long way or wait for a movie. And I'm sure I'm, it's obvious that that's going to piss you off. I get that. But Regal is like the second or third biggest chain in the world. So most people at least have access to a Regal. Do you think this is a sign that we're going to start getting more of these exclusive um, distributor to theater relationships? Or do you think this is a misstep by Regal that they're going to end up unwinding in six months because they're going to, it's going to be such a decrease in the amount of people that can see the WB movies. I, th I think that it's a, it's a risk that they're going either way on right now. I think that they're banking on movie theaters, not being fully back by 2022. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they are taking the sure money now with the deal that they got and saying, you get the first shot at it. You pay us this amount of money. Here you go. And saying that this is our, this is our profit for the year for the most part in these theater chains because Regal is a lot on um, specifically California. And we saw with California opening up recently, people wanted to go back to the theaters. They sold out shows and had mm -hmm. to shut down some mm -hmm. theaters again because they were worried about people going and getting COVID. So I think they're banking on that. I think financially 
I think it makes sense financially for if they are banking on them not coming back. I think the issue is they may have pulled the trigger a little too soon because what if by August, September, theaters are fully back, movies are making 70, 80, 100 million dollars a weekend again. Then they limit a lot of that first weekend potential with AMC, which is the largest theater chain. Um, they lose out on that because um, people are going to be probably torrenting it or a lot of, I think a lot of people will probably boycott a lot of these movies and wait for VOD or whatever. Um, so I think, I think this is all just a, a gamble and they're banking on theaters not coming back for, for a bit. Mm-hmm. Mr. I-100 says after the 45 days, they're going to go on HBO Max. So folks who don't have Regals, which it sounds like is a lot of folks in the chat, uh, Dan doesn't have them. Uh, sounds like I-100, you've got some options there, but neither of you guys have this. So 45 days later, you're able to see it on HBO Max, which isn't great. I mean, we're the kind of guys we like to see shit opening weekend. So for some people, maybe that's great. For others, it's not. Jared, what's your take on this? I I guess I'm baffled because I did at first read it as going to Regal, but also you can watch on an HBO Max. So if you don't have Regals, boom, you're paying for HBO Max. You're getting that, you know, they're getting that revenue and that growth on the platform and everything like that. Because the Regal, I mean, I looked it up. They only have 550, I believe, worldwide theaters and whatnot. So it's like mainly in the U.S., kind of bigger cities, over on the more East Coast, I would say, and then over in, like, U.K. and stuff like that. But I think it's under the name, like, Sin World or Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, it's like a conglomerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. I feel like they might know something that we don't know. Not necessarily, like... The, the pandemic but like just the way business dealings are going because it does i saw this random weird rumor and again rumor internet conspiracy who knows but this then opens the door for disney to invest in their own theaters or buy to, like amc or again yeah. right now because movie theaters are hurting honestly uh if disney buys amc my stock will go up and i'll make a shit ton of money so <laughs> go and do that right now that's my only biggest hope right there but yeah. uh from a, a non-business point of view and just kind of consumer and whatnot it seems very odd because you are limiting not only the U.S., but the world of these blockbuster mm-hmm. movies. You know, you're putting – you have big-name movies. I mean, just this year, like Suicide Squad, Matrix 4, um, I don't even – a whole ton of other ones. But then next year is like the Batman and, you know, bigger stuff like that. So Yeah, that's well, the thing is I don't know what else is coming next year other than the Batman. I mean, <laughs> honestly. I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll release a bunch of stuff, but that's going to be the biggest one just off the bat in our minds right now that yeah. if if the mainstream comic book fan that's obsessed and wants to not only make content but just wants to see this with them with their friends their family themselves they can't see it um so i i mean one i joked and i said cody i guess i'm coming out to bend oregon um several times just to see movies mm-hmm. because I don't understand this. There, I, I feel like there's a missing piece to this puzzle still because why limit yourself to one theater chain that isn't the biggest theater chain to only mm-hmm. get a fraction, therefore, of the revenue? Or does that drive everyone to then go to a Regal just for that movie? That can be. That's going to be impossible for a lot of people, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I other think that's thing, the though- biggest thing is, like, for the Batman, I, I, and I know it sounds dumb now, but you don't think people will drive hours and hours to get to the Batman? I, I think, I, will. I think and, and the I, hardcore fans will, but mm-hmm. the families, yeah. no, mm-hmm. not a chance. 
people, no, people, yeah, people have to spend people have to spend fifteen dollars on four tickets, five tickets, whatever. They're not doing that shit. Mm-hmm. They're not going to spend an, four hours in the car, three hours in the car with their family to go watch the Batman. Not a fucking chance. They're going to wait till VOD. Um, I that would be the only if if we were to do like let's go out like we did with it too. We were if we were to let's go see a movie and go out to Bend because I can only see it. It would only be the Batman, and that's yeah. and that that's just to mostly make a trip out of it. Um, I'm not going to go watch i will go illegally down i'll say it right now warner brothers you want to get come at me <laughs> i will Hold illegally on, let me download put, let me just put one <laughs> one uh how do i make him only one screen on here yeah um yeah blow seth there up we for go. His can you say that quick i'm gonna illegally <laughs> download all your movies wb 2022 i will do it though I, I don't give a fuck like the flash i don't give a shit about the flash i will yeah. i don't even want to i'll wait 45 days for it to come to my theater to see that batman's the only one that i give a shit about WB doesn't have a great lineup typically anyway. There's like two good movies they put out a year. So I don't really care <laughs> at the end of the day. Like the Batman's the only thing. And I love Batman a lot. But again, I'll make a trip out to Ben for that. And I won't see all of the other movies or I'll legally download them. I won't pay it. I don't even pay for your HBO thing. So there's another one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess from my point of view, and not only if you have a Regal near you. I mean, there's people that, you know, maybe you have AMCs, you have Cinemarks, you have Alamo Drafthouse or a, or a Flix Brewhouse, something like that. You are probably, if you're not one of us where we're going to certain things depending on showtimes, um, or at least that's how I am, um, you're going to go to a specific theater. Be like, well, wait, the one that I usually go to and get food and drinks and reclining chairs doesn't have the movie I want yep. to see. I have to go to the shitty one across town. It's going to confuse not, a lot of people. I'm not saying Regals are all shitty, but, you know, well, every movie theater. Where... <laughs> Wait, what? I know yours is pretty good, but I know that, like, you know, I've been to varied levels of just AMCs where it's, like, literally <clears throat> this movie theater's 47 years old or right. ones that they bring the food to you. So it's it's varying. Yeah. And this is the thing I'm I the the biggest issue I have is I think it's going to monopolize movie theaters where it's that's going to become now it kind of like a streaming service where it's a WB you wanna, movie theater. Yep, you you want to see WB movies, you want to go to you got to go to Regal. If you want to see uh, Marvel movies, you got to go to AMC. You want to see um, pa- uh, Paramount movies, you got to go to you know, Paramount market, you know whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. So I I think that that's the main concern. Um, I know it's only through 2022, so it probably won't continue that. But I also think the other thing is that I think this will change. I, I think I think if movie theaters come back and start to perform well, I think they could back out on this um, and and say, okay, never mind, it's not exclusive. We'll still still do the 45 day thing, but it's all theaters, not just Regal. Um, mm-hmm. If the theaters come back by, like if because I think the big test will be like Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. Because that's when families start to go again. Um, if Thanksgiving weekend is like box office is crazy, there's hundreds of millions of dollars being made right now. Then they'll be like, "Whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Let's yeah. let's let's just do the theatrical window thing, not make it exclusive." So I think there's could, still more to come. It could be a thing too where they made this contract up and they they leveraged it where it's like, okay, how much does it cost to get us out of this contract? That's actually, we will be okay paying that to then open it up to every movie theater. Mm-hmm. It could be that thing too, where they wrote it a certain way. Um, again, I'm no, uh, contractionalist, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's all I know is, uh, Regal's clearly the best theater. Um, to your point from before, <laughs> I know there are more AMCs, but there's a lot of shitty AMCs. I've never been in a bad Regal. Um, and I mean, there's I some think out there. This so. isn't, 
from the Regal. I mean, have you been to one? Like, no, I, but I've you've been seen... to two Regals. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've been to more. No, I've been to a handful of Regals. Like a lot of the, if you go to like um, L.A., Vegas, like any of the big cities, there, there are Regals. I mean, there's and... shitty theaters of any brand. What about like Omaha, that's... Nebraska? Because I did look up. That's the closest one to me right now. I would bet. So I don't know, but I would bet, and and maybe we can do some research on this. But like AMC's. They buy existing theaters and and they flip them into AMC classics and that's why you get shitty movies. Yeah, I think I think based on the regals that I've been in, it seems like they're much tighter with their shit. Kind of like a Chick Fil A versus like a Dairy Queen. I think like to get that franchise, you have to be a higher. And again, that's just mine, and I'm certainly biased because that's my local shit. Mm-hmm. But I think from Regal's standpoint, this is a great move. Obviously, it's only a right. win. Oh yeah, because it's going to draw more shit to them. And I'm a Regal guy. I think this emphatically closes the door on Greg Marcus and that fuckboy. <laughs> jumping them guys. Well, I, I don't know, Greg. Greg's more inclusive. He cares about people more. He Fuck lets Greg. everyone in. <laughs> Regal, the people who are regal, listen to their name, Regal. We are, we are fancy. We are royal. We only let certain hey, look, movies man. into our theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it sounds to me like people is. who, it sounds like Regal to me. They're just a little discriminatory. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Man, if if by discriminatory you mean uh, only high quality people are allowed to go there, then yeah, they're discriminatory. I don't know. Cody, Cody, I'm, I'm, I'm going to shoot you down right here. The last time you took me to a Regal, there was puke all over the bathroom floor. <laughs> So, just because you puked all the bathroom floor, that's not real. I did do it. <laughs> oh man, I this will be interesting to watch play out. To your guys's point, there's a lot that could change this next year. We don't know what the contingencies are, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to be interesting to watch because one way or another, this is going to give us a lot God. of clues into what happens next. I really hope. I pray that Disney comes into agreement with AMC and exclusively puts Marvel and no Disney way. movies. I would, oh my so, God, I would, I would so, be so I you know happy. Man. I would laugh so you know hard. Why they won't? Here's why they won't do that. Because Disney's well, goal is, it's world domination. That's good Disney's goal. They need to be in every city, in every town, in every theater. They would. I don't think they would mm-hmm. go exclusive. Unless they owned the theater company, what about, which maybe they will. What about Paramount with Mission Impossible? Then then you'd be a little upset. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like uh, I'm only a few hours from Portland, so I can get to an, whatever theater it's going to be. Yeah. And for Mission Impossible, I'll fucking drive. So yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not really worried about it. And, and we're on opposite sides of this because – Movies are getting taken away from you and given to me, so yeah. I'm I'm obviously not as worked up about this, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens next. Does Paramount exclusive up with someone? Does Disney? Universal. I don't think it there's will. A yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of questions. There's there's a lot of studios, big ones like that, that could pull the trigger and do something mm-hmm. like this. That's my worry, well, but I, I think ultimately I don't think it happens, and I ultimately don't think this sticks fully, at least. Yeah. Um, I could maybe even yeah. see like a two, maybe they change it to a two week thing or something like that. I just I think when you make these decisions based off of what you think is going to happen right now with the pandemic, you have no clue. You know, it, it, there's all kinds of, you know, like data coming out now that could be the summer if things start to get back to normal. So what if, you know, the the Labor Day box office booms, then then they're really going to yeah. be shit in their pants at that point. And, and that's, <laughs> that's usually a big one. That's the next big one aside from Fourth of July. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think there's yeah. a, just a lot of data that we don't have yet. This, I mean, we've said it more. This word has been said more than any word than over the last year and a half, but unprecedented. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, these are no one fucking knows what's going to happen after July. And I think a lot of people are ready to get back out again and do shit. So, yeah. So what think, Seth is yeah. getting at is don't get married, people. Don't yeah. do it. You don't know what's going to happen. 
Never. It's a mistake. Yep. It's a mistake. Commitment sucks. <laughs> Shouts out to make, all of our make, married people in the chat. Make a contract for 45 days. <laughs> there you go. Um, so let's turn from Regal, the number one theater ever, and uh, let's talk about a specific movie. So we don't know what theaters this is going to be available in, but what I can tell you, and I'm telling you this now before I even say the story because I want to go on record as saying this will be the best video game movie ever made. Um, we just got word today that the John Wick director, Chad Stahelski, has signed on to do a Ghost of Tsushima movie, which if you haven't been listening to the SoCo show, you might not know why that's notable news. But I said as recently as last week or two weeks ago that this is one of my five favorite video games of all time. <laughs> it, it is, I think, I think cinematically, it's easily number one to me. And I know the most of us, I know. But I, think, I, I just think Ghost is better, and I've played some of both. And I think this lends itself not only to a, a single movie that will be incredible because of they'll do awesome stunt work, the combat will be amazing, it'll have the samurai aesthetic, and in addition to that, I think because of the structure of the video game, and if anybody has played this out, this could be an excellent trilogy. You could make three awesome movies based on the story structure of Ghost of Tsushima, and they don't need to really do a lot of original stuff. Like, get a, get a good actor um, as the main character and surround him. This, is, this has the opportunity, I think this has the opportunity to be like one of the biggest movies whenever it comes out, because you're going to have... You're going to have a strongly Asian cast, right? And so anytime you make a good movie with a strongly anything cast, right? Black Panther was huge. Mulan, they had some struggles because of pandemic and other reasons, but I think, I think a lot of people watched that. Um, and so I think there, there's going to be strong representation in here. There has to be great combat. It seems like that's obviously their, their motive here with going with Stahelski from John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is already written. You don't need to change much. Like this is it when I when I got done playing this game, I was like, this would be an awesome movie. And then two weeks later they decided they were making it. I, I think I need to start wishing for more shit because I, I don't know how this isn't the best video game movie that we've ever had. And maybe that's extreme of me to be just based off of the announcement today. And I it seems like, yeah, of course I'm ahead of this, but tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't have a whole lot of high hopes for uncharted just based off what i'm I, i'm interested in it and definitely want to see it but i don't have a whole lot of high hopes but i mean you guys know how much i fucking love john wick and you throw yeah. in mm-hmm. throw throw in uh ghost of tashima in there and uh i, I mean the the like you said the fighting is going to be insane um the combat's going to be nuts but then add in just kind of the style his, his style of directing and albeit he did co-direct the first two um, but the style of it, of John Wick, but the style of it's going to look, it's going to have bright color, just like Go- Ghost of Tsushima's very bright colors, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. it also can get very dark. Um, and I think there's going to, just like John Wick, there's a ton of neon and bright colors, but it's also very dark. I think that that style is going to be, it's going to mash up perfectly um, for, for Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I think and I will be... to your point, to your point on the connection with John Wick, it's a revenge, it's a revenge mm-hmm. plot. Yep. And so, like, if you've seen John Wick, I'm telling you right now, I feel bad for anyone who's playing a Mongol in this movie because they're going to get fucking dealt yeah. with. Yeah. Um, and the, with the um, the the last piece, I think, with it to to say could be the best one is the casting. Um, 
mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see who they cast for it. Um, I think you have to be kind of careful <laughs> with, with, cause there's a lot, a lot of mythology in there, um, with who you're casting. So, um, cause they use real, a lot of real life Japanese mythology in that, in that, that game. So, um, I think that you really have to, and, and history too. So I think you really have to be careful with what you're doing with casting and, and keeping the, the story the same. Like it could be a nightmare real quick, um, if they were to mm-hmm. do it wrong. So I have a lot of faith in, in the, in the John Wick guy. And I mean, if it just looks bloody and gory and the fighting's dope, then I think we'll be okay there too. Yeah. You guys, um, Oh, go ahead. I think the only thing that could kill this movie is if they cast a white guy, if they do that, it's over immediately. It's over. Um, but short of Tom Cruise, I, even I, even I would be anti that. <laughs> as, as much as I want Tom Cruise to be in everything, this needs to be a Japanese. Or the whole Keanu Reeves really a, in Forty Seven Ronin or whatever that movie was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Didn't Matt Damon do one too? Yeah. The the and wall you know what? Yeah, whatever. he did the uh, the Great Wall. But Stahelski's probably going to take a good look at Keanu Reeves for this. And I, I, if you can hear me, Chad Stahelski, please fucking do not do that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, because they need to cast this honestly and treat it with respect because the game treats all that stuff with respect, and so mm-hmm. it, that has to be a part of the translation. I think, Jared, what, what are you thinking about this? Um. I, I have not played as much as you guys. I, I mean, I played the multiplayer. I'm a, <laughs> maybe 20, 30, 40 minutes into the actual game. So you this, is going to, this is going to drive me to play the game, uh, obviously get more into it and whatnot. But I think that, the, yeah, honestly, from what you guys have told me, I can just imagine what he's done with film and, like, the standoffs between mm-hmm. the main Those character like movies. and someone else and the camera just going around them while they're, you know, like, slowly just waiting for And then it's, like, you know, a fucking arm just flies across or something. Or, like, the main character literally take on 13 different people, just like John mm-hmm. Wick, but instead of guns, it's literally limbs flying. And uh, don't you have other weapons? Like, you don't have a shuriken, but... um. Yeah, little knives. Uh, yeah, not, they're called like, knives. They're throwing knives. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, so I think that, I mean, they could do. You a get lot a bazooka too. It's pretty crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you oh, got to get to the third part, man. It's Holy insane. crap! That's Spoilers. where John White comes in. Spoilers. Um, yeah, no, dude. I I think again, you know, I think we are slowly getting into a world where I think that they're learning how to potentially adapt video games. And it's again. I'm not saying that know. this is going to be a trilogy, um, but they're learning that some of this stuff needs to be a little bit longer form, and also like you know, Mortal Kombat looks like it's going to be a Mortal Kombat movie. Again, that has looks though. We don't know yet. Well, and and that's the thing is you know, Ghost of Shushimi. I always say Shushimi. Um, <laughs> Ghost of Shushimi combined with uh or uh, compared it with uh Mortal Kombat, completely different because that story is like way more serious mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think that. Uh, uh, Last of Us might be the first like f- true true test of like yeah. expanding. Yeah. yeah, because we haven't gotten a release date. We we just know that they're making this right. Yeah, and that yeah, we got also, casting was the last thing. Yeah, Pedro Pascal, um, mm, and then a girl for Ghosts. Oh no no, no. oh yeah oh yeah, for so Ghosts no they just yeah, said they're they, making this is just an announcement yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's hot off the press today. Uh, I like Dan. Dan brings up Daniel Kim from Lost. I don't know if he's Japanese or not, but I, I do like him. Um, and uh, Jay, Jay doesn't think we're, we're giving respect to Mortal Kombat. We're all very excited for Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. But it, it just doesn't have – there's not a plot to Mortal Kombat. This, this will have a deep and meaningful plot. 
Uh, and Mr. I-100, I hope you're right. I hope I played the whole game 90 hours in Kurosawa mode. If I can get a black and white cut of this movie, I will be there fucking immediately. I'll buy the extra, I, I think extra special do, edition Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah, they'll it'll, have that. It'll also, be, it'll also be called the Justice is Gray cut. Yep, Justice. Yeah, yeah, which that Restore the Snyderverse. Which that comes out this they released that a week later for some reason, but that comes out this week as well. The Justice well, it takes is great so long to take the League. color out of a film. You didn't it know does. that. It's yeah. it's it's that's the smartest thing, I think. Cause get people to watch it again. <laughs> get people to watch it again. Yeah. Like yeah. I will I will literally watch Ghost of Tsushima back to back twice in color and in gray if if they give me that option. I I will do that. So uh this immediately, like I don't want to be hyperbolic, but Mission Impossible ghost of tsushima like until this comes out this is the thing i'm most excited for um maybe marvel will change my mind with some of the stuff they bring out but like give me this asap rocky i need it now uh so i don't want to hear about any change of directors or they fucking can't get <laughs> yeah kyle calls it cowboy that's mode. that's 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 when the ninja turtles come in and battle the battle jenner so spoilers spoilers yeah i'm telling you you guys you gotta play through the you know what's awesome is you just said Jin Erso? That's from Star uh, Wars. Jin, mm-hmm. Jin Sakai yeah. is the guy. Yeah. Jin Erso yeah. is, is from Star Wars. Rogue One, yeah. which you won't admit is a good movie. It's <laughs> not. Rogue One's damn. It sucks. Good. You're wrong. You're wrong. Um, I uh, I nearly had forgotten about this, and we're getting deep into the show now. So I, I'm going to go ahead and take another shot before we go on to our next topic. And uh, this one's going to go out to Jill Buckendall, who is actually the owner of the sounder. She didn't make it up, but that's what she requested when she came onto the show. So, Jill, we want to thank you for becoming an anchor wanker. Uh, big shouts out. We much appreciate you. So, this one goes out to you. Thank you. Jared's all out of vodka. I'm getting there. I didn't measure the show out right. I spilled half of mine on the floor, but I got a little yeah. bit left. Backwash. Ugh. Okay. Ooh, yeah, that one's yeah. fighting back. How okay. How is it? How um, is it? Tell us. So we've been heavy on the actual news. Let's get to a couple of goofy topics before we leave. What do you think? Um, Jared, we've been talking about this all week. Cement Toast Crunch, man. Oh. You, you've gone on record and you've said that this is the number one cereal. I fought back with Cheerios and Frosted Flakes. Oh. And what came out in the news this week, and I want to say ahead of time, we don't know yet if this story is legit, but it came out in the news this week. There was an individual who posted on Twitter, hey, my bag of Cinnamon Toast Crunch had shrimp tails in it. So shrimp tails, if you've eaten shrimp, the hard part at the end that you can't eat. Mm-hmm. This guy found at least two of those in his bag of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, reached out to the folks at CTC and said, hey, there's fucking shrimp in here. And they said... No, that's not shrimp. It's just a collection of a bunch of sugar, which is hilarious to me um, because it didn't look like that. And so at this point, we don't know what the truth is, but this guy could be lying. What I want to know is when you hear something like this or, you know, going back 10 or 15 years for some of us who remember this, uh, finding a finger in in Wendy's chili, like things like that. Jared, I want to ask you first, when you see I found shrimp in my cinnamon toast crunch, does your faith and 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 love for that cereal waver at all or are you just like fuck it i don't care what's in it 
give me some more CTC. Like, what was your reaction being such a big fan when you started to see this news? I had to go down the rabbit hole or the cinnamon-coated rabbit hole, essentially. And uh, Gross. I am I am definitely scared of having, honestly, just any cereal now. Like, any food. Like, I've had a few instances of certain brands, certain foods in the past, and they, they're they off. They're gone. They have Never again will I eat those. Um Maybe another time I'll tell you about Yo Play yogurt. Don't don't eat that. Uh oh, <laughs> it's bad. Yo, no play. No play. No play <laughs> at all. What'd you find um, in there? Spider? Uh, no. It was. I I don't want to talk about it right now. What? Um, <laughs> it, was, it was bad. I'll talk about it in a future show sometime. Stay tuned, know. people. Um, but yeah, man, this this freaked me out. Not only uh the the shrimp tails, but I think it was like there was like floss or something in there as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know floss. There mm-hmm. was there was a whole bunch of stuff, and it. it's freaking me out because I love CT Crunch. CT Crunch again. I have I will jump on that grenade. It it is the best cereal out there, and this is just I do not want to eat it for a long 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 time um and again maybe this is all a stunt all a prank but they have ruined my life because i love ct crunch yeah well because it doesn't it doesn't even really matter I, I, tell me if you think if, if you disagree i don't think it matters if this is real like i've seen i've seen it now yes. right? like i've seen shrimp in the ctc so whether or not it's legit i'm it that's fucked with me too like i'm yeah. gonna have a hard time eating yeah. it next time without at least like giving it a really good look Seth, I mean, does honestly, this deter you? Like, what's what's your take on this, Jared? What we were gonna? Oh, I was on? just gonna say. I mean, I'm I'm slowly running out of cereals that haven't done something to me. So, like, Cody, I I think Cheerios or whatever the hell you're Reese's eating. Puffs? I think, no, I think that might Cheerios. Reese's Puffs. Happy, Reese's Puffs are still on the menu. They have not fucked me or Reese's or Captain Puff. Crunch. What about they, uh, those two? Well, Kraft and Crunch turns your mouth into basically like yeah. a coin <laughs> slot because it just completely <laughs> completely rips that thing up. But oh. um. What about uh, what about like uh, cocoa puffs or fruity pebbles? You don't like those? The, those, those are fine so far. Uh, okay. The one, so you still got it. You got it. I'll be, I'll be honest. The one, that, the one that fell off a long, long time ago was Frosted Flakes because, um, short story, <laughs> portable poured milk in, and then a bunch of ants came up. So, oh no! Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but I had to say it. Wait, no, I gotta I'm know. So you. I gotta know the I'm Yoplait. I'm so sorry. I don't think we're gonna get the yo play out of him. I'm so sorry that happened, but I promise you, Frosted Flakes are still dope. A bunch okay. of ants. If that happened yeah, to me, was... I would have the same reaction. I would never I... eat them again if that happened to me. But... I can imagine it like it was yesterday. Young, Jer- like there's certain moments in your life that you will never forget. This is one of the horrifying ones because it's not the little tiny ones; <laughs> it's the big black ones. And I was like, I Ugh, it makes my skin crawl just thinking about. I would have screamed. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> No, That's amazing. You. No, it's um, bad. Nice. Yeah. I mean, so like it was in the they were in the bag then, huh? Yeah, they had to have been. But when I yeah. poured the milk, they all rose to the top. <laughs> oh. Help me. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I just so got much. milked. Oh. I really wish you hadn't told us that. I know, that I don't I, I wish I have frosted flakes <laughs> in my pantry right now. I'm not gonna be able to eat them for a month. What if you pour you a, a bowl of Frosted Flakes in a bowl, and then, like, when you pour milk on them, instead of ants coming up, the flakes turn into ants? <laughs> like, that's a bad dream that everyone has. At oh, that point, I, I don't know. I got a feeling that that was Agatha all along. That sounds like chaos magic yeah, that is, yeah. uh, that's being Oof. used there. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> Man. Seth, what do you think? When you see something oh, like boy. this, when you see someone finds a finger in their chili or... Mm-hmm. 
what would be a comparable one at Texas Roadhouse? Someone found fingernails in their mashed potatoes. Like, mm. does that does that stuff throw you off, or are you just like more diligent about looking at your food the next time you eat it? I mean. <laughs> You know me. I'm not diligent about looking at my food. No one even sees my food most of the time when I have it. I don't think so. you've ever looked at food. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's my strategy. Eat it all before I find anything. Oh. Um, no, I, I I don't eat a lot of cereal to begin with. I, I did go on like a little bit of a cereal kick at the beginning of the pandemic because like there wasn't much in the, th in the theaters, in the grocery stores. Um, so like I went with cereal because it was there was a lot of it and it was cheap. Um, and I could, you know live on it for a little bit i guess um so I, I did eat a lot of cinnamon toast crunch then and fresh french toast crunch i didn't see anything in there obviously um but i think i mean i think these things are so rare i mean it can happen to anyone if that did mm -hmm. happen um you know that one it's weird because you know the shrimp tails are weird but then there's also a bunch of like little black dots that look like mouse poops that made me think that maybe it was mouse got in there but then there's also a taped up bag and there's the dental floss so I don't know. There's just a lot of a lot of weird stuff going on with that one, um, but yeah, I mean, if, if it's good enough, like if if I were to eat that and then throw up, I probably wouldn't. Like if I saw it in there, I ate it, saw it in there, and threw up, then I'd probably be like, Nah, I'm not eating that ever again. Mm -hmm. But I I will have cinnamon toast crunch again in my life probably. You know, I'm not gonna. I'll probably laugh yeah. about the shrimp thing, but anything can happen with shit and food at any time. So accidents happen yeah dan brings up a really good point uh we've all eaten a lot of cinnamon toast crunch between the three of us it's a lot uh and this has never happened so like probability says you're going to be fine like if you're the one guy in a million that finds an ant in your frosted flakes like that sucks and i understand if that ruins frosted flakes for Man, you forever i get that's it crazy but for the rest of us like i'm i'm still probably gonna eat frosted flakes and until something like that happens to me um it's uh that's tough man <laughs> it's bad man. i i really i wouldn't wish it on anyone any bad food if you ever talk to anyone who's bitten into an apple and found a worm uh they remember that forever and they're not eating apples anymore mm. like i totally understand if it happens to you directly get rid of it well and for me like it'll be a little bit before i buy another box of ct crunch but eventually i will i'll, I'll forget about it mm -hmm. i think i think that's true well, Dan also commented he found a fly in his mashed mashed taters at Hickory Park, which is a restaurant I think in Ames, right? Yeah, um, yeah we have fucked up a lot at Hickory Park. Yeah. And I have an actually distinct memory of grade school, middle school, um, where we had mashed potatoes one day. Took a spoon, <laughs> went right through it, and there was a spider in there. Ooh, um, no, what? <laughs> no. What the you know fuck? What, you know what I did? Wiped off of that spoon, took the spidey out, and ate the rest Don't of those taters. Oh, <laughs> no! I just blew our audio way out the top, but that that it was warranted because because you know what? Those mashed taters, I loved them, man. I wasn't gonna let some mashed taters go just because there's a little spidey in there. Oh, I wow. feel so I don't think I can icky touch you right ever, now. Man. I I don't think I could ever shake your hand or hug you or or you know french kiss you ever again like I, I don't think i think i can do it um that's the most horrible thing i've ever heard in my yeah. life i think you know if i found a spider if i if i found a spider if i found a spider um if i found a spider in 
a Mission Impossible movie. It would make me it would make me reconsider that. <laughs> like, While you're at the theater I, watching the movie, there's a spider there. <laughs> if a spider crawled on me while I was watching Scott Pilgrim, it would move down the list. Like I, I am I am any any foreign object coming into what I and, and interrupting what I expected is not okay. Dan is having, I think, an equally passionate response. A lot of all caps. And uh, I, 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 I'm impressed, but also disgusted by your ability to move on from something like that. I was in middle school, it. man. Did you remember smell those fucking lockers back then? People like put their sweaty ass clothes and nasty ass shit in the locker. It smelled worse than a little spider, and you know, like that. The the equivalency equivalency there for me was like. It's a bunch of middle school kids who are fucking going through puberty, being gross everywhere. Like, I don't... It, spider isn't that gross. Uh, I disagree emphatically. Uh, I think there's no think such thing the, as a small spider. There was probably kids walking through the lunch line whose fucking pimples exploded all over the apples. And ate, people ate that. So, oh. I mean, people are eating gross stuff all the time. Oh, Why you gotta make me think about that? It's You know what? The, the chat... The chat disagrees with you, Seth. The chat is on our side, and and I think that's the right place to be. Like I've um, never been that hungry. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Oh my god, that is. I want to move Kyle. on from that. I've had. I have too much liquor in me to not vom if we keep talking about spiders and food. So we're going to need to move on. Um, and we, we talked about it at the top. We're going to need to get to this Justice League thing here in a second. Yeah, so we got to yeah. get out of. What do you think here? So let's wrap it up for that. A lot of good topics this week. Let us know uh, in the comments or via Facebook and and in um, uh, Twitter. Our handles are up here at Soco Show Pod, and then our personal handles are up here as well uh, at underscore Cody Michael at Seth Oat at uh, at Jared Buckendall at Jared Buckendall. So hit us up. Let us know what your thoughts on our Jesus Christ. Let about, us know about. what your thoughts are on all of those items that we talked about and we're going to move on that's it this week for what do you think what do you think think there you go kyle we are mercifully moving on just because you asked us to we got to get into what do you watch let's talk about this fucking snyder cut thing can we do one more (laughs) (laughs) i actually do have one more i do have one more memory of gross food um please don't and you're gonna was, you, you need to i'm gonna do it right now because now, huh? because i'm gonna forget about it if i don't mcdonald's i had do you remember they used to have wraps like uh like like snack wrap snack wrap snack wrap chicken snack wrap big mm-hmm. mac snack wrap um i had a chicken snack wrap i had not eaten at all i'd worked oh no. i'd worked like a 12-hour day at fairway um so i'd worked very long, like 6 a.m to like close it was a long day I ordered a shitload of McDonald's because it was right there, and I was starving. Um, I had a snack, a chicken snack, crispy chicken snack wrap. Took a bite of it, long ass hair in it, long <laughs> hair, and it had the follicle at the end. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, I that one I'm like, because I was like I was probably 17 then, and I'm like. I'm really fucking hungry. <laughs> and so I pulled it out and finished that snack wrap. You ate it any? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think I can hang out with no. you anymore. Dude. Like that's so, you gotta get, you gotta fucking light that food on fire when that shit happens. You can't just eat it. Oh my goodness. 
That makes my skin. We got to get on from that, or I'm going to have yeah. a meltdown. Um, I don't think Jared's <laughs> handling it very well either. We, <laughs> we got to move on, and and we got to bring this thing back to um, to what we came here to talk about, which was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, we've been talking. <laughs> We've been talking about this on this show. I'm not going to be able to, to do this without thinking about Justice League. We've been talking it. about the, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. We've been talking about it for like two years on this show. We've been covering it extensively for a long period of time. And uh, about a year ago, we mentioned that it was going to be releasing on HBO Max. And it did just that last weekend. It is a um, four-hour long cut of justice league which expands upon the original cut was just about two hours and uh as as many in the chat i think will know uh zach snyder started filming the movie and then they brought he had to exit and they brought in joss whedon to to finish it he did a couple reshoots did some editing put out the movie it kind of stunk and then um it was at release the snyder cut everyone wanted to know what was zach snyder's take on this going to be and after many years and many tweets, we finally got that answer. And so the movie came out last week. Uh, I th- we've each sat down and, and enjoyed the four-hour marathon that was Justice League. And and I'll, I'll go first. My, my thoughts on this, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I liked it a lot. Um, I thought that this was a vast improvement on the theatrical cut. Was it long? Absolutely. Should it have been cut down by a fair amount? Absolutely. But what I think you got here with the four-hour time was uh, you got more of the character of Cyborg, for example. You got to know actually his backstory. The villain, Steppenwolf, actually got a meaningful reason to be there other than just bad guy. Mm-hmm. And so I think this added a lot of much-needed context that the, that the theatrical cut was missing. Like I said, I, I think this is a vast improvement. And I think people who hated the ju- – I didn't like the Justice League at all. I thought it was bad. And – when I watched this, I was in, I was interested, I was locked in, and I was uh, focused on this for the entire four-hour run. I watched it in one shot. And I, I want to get your guys' take on this before we move on, and, and I've got a couple uh, takeaways from this. But I, I thought it was a vast improvement, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, Seth, what did you think when you caught the Snyder Cut? I wouldn't say vast improvement, but it definitely improved. I think it it's a complete movie and has backstory and has it fills in the holes like you said it could be three hours and be perfectly fine um but i did like what they added um i think that cyborg is a much better character i think superman is a much better character in this one um i think it all it it feels like you know a complete movie but the issue is it being four hours it's like that at that point it's a mini series you know and so i think there may there there's probably a better way to do a two hour Justice League overall. I don't think you can cut that movie into two hours though. I I just don't think the, really the, hard. the skeleton that they created with this movie you can't fit it in two hours and make it a good movie. I just don't think you can. Three hours probably, um, but I did like what they they did what they added. I I liked the look of it was different. Um, it wasn't. I mean, obviously it was in 4.3 format. I was watching it on the projector, um, which was nice. So that was kind of fun. Honestly, I wish I I wish they would have released the black and white cut right away because I would have watched that. Um, that on the projector would have been dope. I'm not spending it. I probably won't watch this ever again, so I'm not going to spend four more hours to watch mm-hmm. it. Um, uh-huh. Not to say it's bad, but 
I just it's a lot of time to watch a movie that it doesn't matter now <laughs> necessarily. You know, it's not something that we'll need to go back and watch uh, to to see another movie. Um, but yeah, overall, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was was better than the other one, um, and it was again fun to watch on the on the projector. So overall, I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, I originally when I first watched, I was like, holy crap, because I watched the 2017 one just as a refresher, and then I watched this one, and I was like holy, you know, bejesus, this is a completely different movie, this is way better, but I have had some time to think about it, which is, I think, necessary for this, because, yes, I do agree it's absolutely better and stuff, but it's this weird thing where I think the three of us, you know, we worked in business and stuff like that, I'm caught between creativity and business. No movie theater, no studio, like, you can't fit that many blocks of time Mm -mm. to make that money back. Like, this would never happen without the weird things that happened and you streaming platform, the investment, all of that. That's beside the point. But I do think that it's like the 2017 one was a really like dead carcass. And this was able to like put meat on it, bring it alive a little bit, flesh it out quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And if you're a, if you're a huge DC fan and did like the 2017 one, but you felt almost betrayed, you're going to love this movie again. Yeah. Am I going to watch this again? Probably not. It's four hours. Um, it's it's a time commitment. I do love the added things. Again, again, Cyborg was probably the best thing for myself. Um, but when we start digging a little bit more into it, like I said, I've had a couple days to sit with it. I'm kind of like, you just added that just to add it. Like that did nothing. Like mm-hmm. there's certain, and again, no spoilers or big spoilers here. There's certain scenes that are very meaningful and very emotional. But they don't really – there's certain things that happen potentially that I'm like, that didn't need to be in the movie. Like that mm-hmm. is essentially – a lot of the stuff felt padded to be honest. I mean I saw yeah. someone yeah. take a clip of the Wonder Woman jumping – or like the essentially introduction of Wonder Woman. And I love what they did with her in the Snyder Cut. They added it out a little bit more. They They showed a little bit more brutality and stuff like that. But it's just added. It's not necessarily like if you need to fit it into – and that's the weird thing. You know, art and business and creative vision, it's like movies are do whatever. It's creative vision, but you do have certain standards, unfortunately, um, to, mm-hmm. to fit into. And w- with with the four hours, yeah, it's fucking cool. Um, but I don't think it's ever going to – like. I know you guys are passionate out there, but you're never going to see part two and three unless it's two hour movies. Yep. I think the, the thing about, I think there's a somewhere in the middle is the, is the, the best version, right? So is it two hours? No. Is it four? No. I don't know if it's three, but maybe it's two and a half. Uh, and maybe, maybe you could have added some footage with that original theatrical cut that would have given the time, that cyborg specifically cyborg and steppenwolf to me uh deserved and should have had if we're if we're meant to give a fuck about them um i think to your point jared i think snyder knew i can do whatever i want in this and so i'm going to do everything i want in this Mm -hmm. and i i think he could have been more judicious with some of his cutting um ign came out and said they they counted and by time 10 percent of this movie is in super slow-mo yeah. And so that's, that's a lot. You don't need all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. he's very, he's very much being self-indulgent and, and because of the way they put this out, that was okay. So I think the best version is somewhere in the middle, but the question I want to pose to you guys is this, this was a four hour long superhero movie that 
really it gave us all the context and all of the development that we needed to have an impactful ending of this movie. I think that's the thing that really people are gravitating toward and appreciating about this. I submit for, for you guys to respond to that this is this medium or something like it, um, because for people who haven't watched, and this isn't a spoiler, they actually chop this up into, it's either five or six parts. And every now and then they'll come up with a title card that says part five or part whatever. And um, I submit for you guys to respond to, we should really be doing superhero stories as series or mini series rather than movies. There's no way in hell. You, you can't do it with Captain Marvel. You can't do it with Black Panther. You can't do it with Iron Man. You can't really build out a story that's going to satisfy people in two hours. You can't do it. it, it no more is that ever going to happen. There's too much context. There's too much backstory. There's too many characters we need to give a fuck about. And so I think what, what Justice League showed me is the WandaVision uh, treatment is what we should be doing with superheroes. I, I really don't think a two-hour movie is going to cut it for most people anymore when it comes to this stuff. I don't know what you guys think of that, but that that's what Justice League taught me was we need series, not movies for these big budget superheroes. I mean, I think the, I think again, you're, you're thinking through the mind of the more hardcore person. I think the, mm -hmm. the casual people who go to the theaters, they're okay with two hours. They're okay with a quick, and I'm, I'm okay with two hours. You know, like I, I, I think that with the way Marvel has done it, I think they've built enough of their, their lore and story. I think Marvel in general, yeah, I think I think they're they might be I mean, they're suited for any medium, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think DC should definitely go this route. Um because I I think with DC, their stories tend to be more complex. Their their characters tend to be more complex with with their they tend to be more based on real well, no, there's aliens. I, I mean, I, there's. I guess with with DC, it just seems that there's more complex, real world, serious issues in a lot of them, um, at least lately, um, in the last probably twenty, thirty years or so. I think like Justice League, yeah, you can't do that in less than three hours. I think that would be a great, great one to do as as a series and continue to do these as series. I, I don't think it's a hard and fast rule that it needs to be, you know, that that people aren't going to accept it. I, I think superhero movies have done a good job. Yeah. Um, but I, what I like to see more and more and more superhero stuff be in series and, you know, like be on streaming services and like, yeah, absolutely. Give me, give me these lower, these B, C, D level characters, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Wanda, you know, Vision, all that stuff. Loki. I mean, I think there's so many characters that'll be perfect for these series. I think same thing with, with DC. I think, the flash could be a perfect one of that. The flash I like, but I don't, you know, he's not, I think he's, he's not as, I mean, he is kind of complex, but he's not, I think that that power doesn't necessarily lend itself to just a movie. He just runs really fast. You can do a little bit more stuff and expand on it and they deal with time travel and all that shit. So yeah, I think there's different heroes that apply to those different mediums. Mm-hmm. I I thought one way after you were done talking, Cody, and then I've kind of shifted a little bit. I think that it's this weird toss-up where, you know, maybe we're ingrained in it a little bit too much. Casual fan, I think they're fine with whatever. But I think that, honestly, moving forward, Justice League, this Snyder Cut, along with WandaVision, along with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Black Widow is going to be the first test. And I think people mm -hmm. are going to maybe give it quite a bit of backlash to be like, we didn't get enough. 
And I'm yeah. wondering if this, for the hardcore fans, the people that are in our spheres or people we see tweets from and stuff, this is going to be the thing that they want. They, they're going to be more attached. Like, honestly, Scarlet Witch is probably beloved by a lot more fans out there. Mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier are going to be. Loki is going to be. People are going to be like, oh, Ms. Iron Marvel. Man, Captain America, stuff like that. But all of these other people that are getting mm-hmm. way more she character Hulk. development are going Moon to be Knight. people's favorites. Exactly. And I mm-hmm. think that it's going to be a thing where these series, people are going to latch on to more than the yeah. movies. Or it could be a thing. Actually, no. Uh, yeah, they're going to latch on to more. And then if and when they do get a movie, it's going to be huge. And that's the thing is those yeah. movies are going to have the big shit. The movies. Yeah. That's why I think Marvel's yeah. – you can't even compare Marvel in this, I don't think. Because Mm-mm. it's just a huge fucking web that they've strung over the last decade and a half. So, like – I think, what, like what you're talking about, like that's going to be the precedent. Whereas you're getting these characters who are being built now on the TV series, and then the big shit where they meet up with like Doctor Strange or, um, you know, I, I, whoever the Captain Marvel, whatever the the big the big heroes, the A heroes are going to be the movies. The B C D heroes are going to be developed and eventually become A, a heroes. Mm-hmm. And when these big events happen, they're going to tease the big event at the end of the series, and then boom, it happens in the movie. That's I think that. You can't put Marvel in that that category, but DC, yeah, I think that would be perfect for a lot of their stuff to be mm-hmm. miniseries. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think you could take the first two and a half hours, two hours of Justice League, and do it in you know five or six episodes of TV, and then give me the last ninety minutes of Justice League as a movie, and everyone would have liked it way more. So I think mm. that stretching out, you need a lot of context. You need a lot of time with these characters to give a fuck about. If we're going to ever give a fuck about Squirrel Girl, I promise you it's going to take us longer than two hours. Oh, yeah. And give so, me a Squirrel Girl give me more, give me more. And you guys will remember, a couple of years ago, I was incredibly anti-Marvel yeah. or DC going to the series treatment. But now that I've seen it a couple of times, I, I'm, I've changed my tune entirely. I would rather mm. have more series than than more movies at this point and um i agree with you like the big stuff the stuff that's exploding the fucking fights the final showdown with thanos yeah of course i'll go to the theater for that stuff Mm -hmm. but let me let me build up let me let me start giving a fuck about these characters over the course of a handful of episodes rather than trying to cram the origin story the origin story for the villain the origin story for the side character that you're going to introduce in a spin-off movie the the team-up movie that you're teasing in this and then the actual fucking plot in two hours, I don't. I don't think it's possible anymore. I think the webs is too. The webs are too complex to have movies that short. And so we're either going to get really long movies like Endgame, yeah. or we're going to get series. And I'm do, fine with I, either because I don't mind sitting with stuff for real long. I, I really like what you guys are getting at, where it's like, yeah, you, the big spectacle is the mm-hmm. big screen, and the rest, and uh, you know, not discounting that part of their story and everything, but like that suits a TV where you have a more kind of you know calmer tone here or there, where it's interpersonal. Uh, mm-hmm. just talking and figuring out who this, what makes them tick and wh- what problems they're dealing with. Honestly, the first episode of Falcon Winter Soldier, we got way more on Sam than we ever did in the movies. Yep. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait tomorrow morning for episode two. <laughs> it feels like it's been a month since I watched the first episode. I'm so excited <laughs> for more of that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I, that's that's the future of it all is is building the character development on the TV and in putting your A-list, because the thing, I heard an interview with Anthony Mackie, I think Hot Ones, actually. He mentioned that the more interesting characters in superheroes, but he's talking Marvel in general, is are 
the characters like him and, and Bucky because you don't know a lot about them. There's still a lot of story to be told there. You see them doing the cool shit like flying around and shooting stuff and beating the hell out of people. But it's you really only know mo, you know more you know more than the surface level of like Captain America, Iron Man, you know those type of people, Captain Marvel, where you've got an origin movie and all that stuff. But your Cap, your Falcon and Winter Soldier, you don't know a whole lot. I mean, you know more about Winter Soldier, I guess. But um, these series build their story, be- so there's still a whole lot of stories to tell with a ton of these B level characters. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's going to be really fun um, to to see what they build over these next few years. I think the excitement with Marvel for me is getting like, like you said, Friday mornings. Now I get up early to fucking watch that before yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. I think the, the excitement of Marvel is, is not, not quite as high as Endgame. Like that was fucking, that was like, ah, you know, but this is pretty close up there. I, I, this is as excited. I've been about as just like normal Marvel, like not peak climax Marvel. And since the beginning, really. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what, where do superhero movies go from here? I think like we're eventually when we're old, we're going to talk about pre end game and post end game as mm-hmm. that's going to be a thing in the, in a stake in the ground. And so we'll see what continues to unfold in the post end game world that we're now living in. But um, for the folks out there, if you saw justice league, let us know in the chat, if you dug it, if you didn't dig it, um, if you haven't watched it yet, what, you know, are you more excited or less excited based on what we've said here? We tried to keep it spoiler free. hope we didn't give anything away. Um, but we got to wrap things up and start bringing this show to a close. So that's going to end it for what did you watch? What? 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 What did you watch? I, I forgot to mention on the way out of what did you watch? Um, a couple of things that we're going to talk about next week. Um, Nobody, which is uh, Bob Odenkirk in an action, uh, action, brutal action movie from the sound of it. And uh, Solar Opposites, which is uh, the animated series on Hulu uh, by Justin Roiland, who's one of the creators of Rick and Morty. Uh, each of those we're going to talk about next week. So make sure you check out uh, Nobody and Solar Opposites if you want to keep up with us. That's what we're going to be reviewing next week, potentially among some other things. So um, definitely look forward to that next week. But for now, we got to wrap this shit up. So before we go, we're going to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. All righty. Well, my one more thing this week. Um, so I, I guess really the theme to my one more thing is like, I think it's, I I'm finding recently that it is incredibly useful to have a really, um, well thought out, like routine for your day, like a schedule for your day. And, um, I've, I'm, I'm a planner by nature, but I've never really gone to the, to the extent of like actually planning out entire days of mine. Like I've always been like, oh, I'll go to work and I'll do work stuff and I'll come home and I'll do home stuff. Um, but recently the last couple of weeks I've been scheduling out a lot more stuff, like in terms of when I'm going to eat, like when I'm going to shower, when I'm going to take care of myself, when I'm going to do what work throughout the day. And for me, it's helped a ton. And, and that may be specific to me. Um, <laughs> but I think a lot of other people out there, like if you ever like feel like you don't really have control over stuff, that was the biggest thing for me is like, I started scheduling out things and now I know exactly when I'm going to eat and I just do. And I know exactly when I'm going to shower and I just do. And, uh, I I've been like getting up at a certain time, going to bed at a certain time. That's, that's a big key thing. And like, I'm starting to become a morning person because of that. Like I'm getting up earlier, going on walks, like eating breakfast and that's stuff that I didn't normally do. And so for me, like going from having a, 
a lack of a plan where I can do anything I want, uh, which seems great until you're in it and then it sucks. And so now I'm just trying to have a little more strict control over like when I'm spending all of my time. And it's helped me a ton. Like even just in the past couple of weeks, I can tell I've got more energy. I've got a better mood and all of that stuff. So I would encourage you guys, if, if you're struggling with, and I think a lot of us have been over quarantine, like, when am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to I, I haven't showered for three days. Like, am I supposed to shower? I'm not going anywhere. Like, schedule the shit out and stick to your schedule. And I'm, I'm, I can tell you anecdotally, it, it will improve your mood, I promise you. Um, if you're like me, that will help a lot. Just having, it, it, it will give you more of a sense of control over your day. So that's my mental health tip of the week is, uh, you know, schedule your shit out and then stick to that schedule. And it really, really helps. I've had a really great week because I've done exactly that. And uh, so I would encourage you guys to, to think about that if, if you're looking for uh, for something to improve. So that's my one more thing this week. Yeah, I definitely need to uh, follow your lead. Uh, I, I have a schedule, but it's pretty much like, hey, here are the things you got to do today. So it's more of a to-do list than a schedule. So yeah, definitely mm-hmm. got to do that. One thing for me, uh, kind of a almost a mental health kind of like save my own sanity type thing was, uh, you know, we watched what? Masturbate um didn't we watch oh, was it the social dilemma that told us about the notifications and this and that um, you guys watched so it. so i went through and i didn't turn off all of my apps but um as someone who is working in this space and whatnot i get a lot of notifications i turned off facebook basically facebook is gone i i should just delete it i have it for a few things but like I turn notifications off on that and that has helped my life tremendously and it's really funny because they keep sending me like, hey, you might know so-and-so. Why don't you add him as a friend yep. or to keep me coming, trying to come back to the app because I'll open it up maybe two, three times a week and it's every time I do, it's 10 times, it's like 10 notifications of people you might know. I've never met these people in my <laughs> entire life. Facebook is slowly not understanding who I am as a person and just helplessly trying to be like, you need to come back here. This might be a friend. And I'm like, even if it was someone I know, I don't give a shit. I'm sorry, but I don't care anymore. So that's one thing. But also when I opened it up today, um, Tiger King came out a year ago. So that is where we are in the world. Tiger King was (laughs) one year ago, people. Awesome. Maybe a wow. few weeks, maybe a week or two ago, but like it popped up as like a review or something. So wow, that we we've been one year post Tiger King. Hell yeah, man! I feel like I've aged ten years in that time. Yeah, that's good. We've made it. We've made it a year. Mm-hmm. There were times I didn't think we would, but we did. <laughs> uh, my one more thing's a little bit, a little bit more somber, a little more down. A uh, couple uh, TV legends passed away. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. First one uh, uh, a couple of days ago was uh, from the Goldbergs, uh, George Siegel. He played Pops, the grandpa. Um, they're going to eventually do like a goodbye episode to him, and ooh, that's going to kill me. Um, Maybe some wet chefs. Yeah. 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 Um, I teared up a little bit because I, I saw that a lot of the cast was was tweeting about him and stuff, and um, especially the get the kid who played, or I guess he's probably in his twenties now. Um, who played uh, who plays Adam Goldberg on the show? He put out a really nice tweet. That was real nice, uh, real sweet. Um, but then uh, we also lost uh, uh, Jessica Walter, who played uh, Lucille Bluth on Arrested Development. Uh, she passed away today. Um, man, she had some of the most impeccable timing. Uh, she was she is such a huge part of that show. 
uh, Arrested Development. Uh, she also was the the voice of I think Mallory Archer on Archer played the the boss the boss lady. Also, I think Archer's mom, obviously because her last name's Archer. Um, I haven't watched that in a while, but that that was funny and she was great on that. But obviously, I loved her most as as Lucille Bluth. Um, there, someone uh, posted a like a minute and a half clip of just some of the best lines, and God, she she is so fucking funny, man. Um, and I saw a lot of the cast of that today tweeting about her. So, you know, they they come in threes. I really hope uh, we don't lose another one of my favorite TV people here over over the next uh, the next few days or so. Um, don't be taking Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, he's staying. Don't even put that out. In the <laughs> you, remember, you don't guys almost that. killed you almost killed that guy that played Lando. <laughs> Billy D. Yeah, yeah. Billy D. R.I.P. Billy D. R.I.P. Billy D. Oh my God! I'll be amazed if anyone in the chat that's, remembers that. That's, that's gotta, one. That's got to be like 150 episodes old. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time ago. That's you know we're getting older, guys. So this is going to keep happening to us. It's only going to yeah. get more well, frequent. But to be we fair, are, they were learning. They're in their they 80s. They were some old folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. but I honestly, I, you know, it's because he, the guy who played Pops, I, you know, I keep up on the Goldbergs. I watch every, every week. And I noticed like this last season, especially, I'm like, man, he's looking quite old. And they did, even did an episode recently of where, um, you know, he was slowing down. You know, he wasn't the same Pops that he had been and, you know, wanted to hang out the retirement home instead of go out and do adventures with, with Adam. And they had an episode where he, you know, was like, pretending to be the old grant old pops and stuff and then at the end of the day it was like the the lesson was yeah he's you know people get older but you still have the memories and blah 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 so um yeah there been, i think i still think that they have uh they, i think they have a few more episodes to go this season i think they still have some to film maybe even um so i hope that maybe even if they don't get another season and maybe the finale and maybe they do one more episode and the finale is you know the a, a uh Mem- uh, in memoriam to pops and they kind of like close it out of like that's that's their relation the, re- the heart of the show was adam and pops their relationship and if once that's you know they have him pass away in the show and then that's the end of the show i could totally see that be as, as a finale and that would kill me <laughs> <laughs> goldberg's is great man that's mm-hmm. for anyone in the chat who has not watched any goldberg's do yourself a favor and start episode one that shit is hilarious um so yeah, we got uh, saying goodbye to some uh, some Hollywood legends, um, taking care of our brains, and uh, setting some routines and stuff up. So uh, there's a few things to, for your for your your head and for your heart. And one more thing. <laughs> but I'm down to one more, one more thing. That's gonna do it for episode 188 of the SoCo Show. We appreciate you guys for joining us live. Here in the chat, big shouts out to Dan, to Mike, to Kyle, Mr. I-100, all of you guys, Abby, John and Jill, uh, for being new anchor wankers this week. Big, Wanker. big shouts out to all of you. We're, we're having so much fun with these live shows. It's really great to get to see y'all in the chat. So we hope you'll keep joining us. Um, uh, big shouts out, of course, to J-Buck Studios' YouTube page for hosting our live stream this week. Jared, for the folks who... Uh, either have already been JBuck uh, subscribers or recently become JBuck subscribers. What what can they look out for in the next week right here on the JBuck Studios channel? 
Um, not too sure about the next week, but the next 16 hours, you can look forward to Falcon and the Winter Soldier reaction, Suicide Squad trailer reaction, because that's coming out tomorrow, and then a bunch, probably five or six TikToks. Um, I am not going Ooh. to sleep at all tonight. I'm going to go make coffee after this, so stay tuned, everyone. Oh, God. Yeah. Nice. Wow. There's going to be a lot of J-Buck out there for anyone yeah. who's looking for it. Uh, it sounds like a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. Um, want to thank all of our sponsors and our anchor wankers uh, for Wanker. supporting the show, keeping it going, keeping us constantly improving. And we're going to say this a lot in the next uh, couple of months, at least, but we're working on some really exciting stuff uh, for the SoCo show. And so now is a great time to become an anchor wanker. So Wanker. if you're already a wanker, we hope you'll share this out with folks and, and try to help us grow the party. Um, but if you've been a listener and, and are not yet a wanker, we would, we would really Wanker. appreciate it if you would consider doing so. Um, but really, just by uh, clicking on these episodes every week in Anchor or by joining us here on the YouTube page, you, you are, in fact, helping out the show already. So we really appreciate all the time that you spend with us, either listening or, or watching here on these live shows. So big shouts out and big thank you to all the listeners out there. Um, we'll be back uh, a month from now for another live show, and we, we hope to see a lot of you back for that one. Uh, but for now, that is going to wrap us up for episode 188 of the SoCo Show. For the bro host, Jared Buckendall, and the so host, Seth Ott, I've been the co-host, Cody Michael, and we will see you next week. Bye.